I try to find it the other. I still can't find it. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <Think I got. laughs> Podrock's talking about how he destroyed his controller because he hates Xbox. Shout out to everyone in chat. Thank you so much for tuning in to go live. We're gonna have ah. <sighs> Every time I say it. But this one's going to be a spicy show. Some things have happened. Some things have happened. I can't wait for. <laughs> I can't wait for the discussions that we're about to have. It's going to be an incredible one. Even Acer is going to be excited about the uh, not so hot topic, which is now very hot, which is ABK. I'm sure, right, Acer? We haven't even talked about. We haven't talked to each other at all since last week, actually. Or yeah, of course, everybody won't. Don't be an idiot. It's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! Well. It, big things are happening, and there's lots of lots of topics to discuss. But before we do that, we have to introduce these two guests. Oh, I saw your comments. You guys, you guys are so raw. Portrock came on and he killed it last time. When he came on last time, you were like, yo, you know what? He's really good. He's feisty. He is the bad guy. He's wearing the Joker shirt. He knows he's the evil one. He's not. Shout out to Portrock for the... PlayStation community, 60 frames, no lag. And honestly, I consider uh, a really good content creator and a good acquaintance as well. And I'm more than pleasure. Uh, by the way, if anyone chats shit, no insults uh, in the in the chat to any of our guests, any of the console warring stuff, you can't direct that with any insults to our guests. There's zero tolerance there. But shout out to Porter Rock in the good. No, not the wrong music. That's the one I was supposed to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, stop, stop, stop! Uh, hi, Fortrock. <laughs> hey, hello, old Dude. friends. Hello, everybody. Asa, Asante, what's going on, everybody? Hey, I see what's happening, you know, with this Reforged guy. That, you know, <laughs> he's pissing y'all guys off. He's, he's not up to the task. Listen, the Xbox community deserves a better class of criminal. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Don't worry, the Joker's back. All right, yes. I'm gonna take it over. All right, this time, you know, <laughs> you know, but I'm gonna let you know when you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> I love the dark um, lines, I love those. Uh, but anyway, hey, thank you so much for the invite. I'm excited, and just you know, me and Aza, oh, we just can't wait to talk about acquisitions. Like, you can see the excitement on face. Oh, this is our favorite topic. <laughs> so me and Aza, right there, we just can't wait. I mean. Like the whole week, I was like, yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I will park that to the end of the show because there's a lot to discuss here. That one, um, I want to get the games out of the way. So let's talk about that's the more important stuff, really, and just the more fun stuff. So, okay, yeah, I know, right? What games? What, what, what are we doing here? I know we've lost our touch. We've lost our touch talking about <laughs> video games. Uh, but last but certainly not least, it is, and I'm going to pick the right one. K.A. Asante, yeah! 
What's going on, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Didn't have a show this week on mine, so I'm happy to to get some of this gaming talk out. You guys are getting fresh takes from me since myself and Everborn regulated to phone calls this morning. So thank you guys for having me. No, thank you for being here. We have oh, uh, this is a good panel. This is a I didn't plan well, I did plan the panel, but I didn't plan the news to drop the way it did. And this is just I saw the news. I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be good. But before we get into talking about all the politics politics of the abk stuff let's talk about some games before we do that pods rock what have you been playing man so i've been trying to uh, do some trophy hunting in uh hogwarts legacy okay uh, about two weeks ago i finished the single player campaign of modern warfare 2 uh what do you think of it but it was great. I, that's one thing I say. The COD single players, I love it. You know, especially mm. me being in the military, so I could associate some of the stuff. It's pretty exciting, right? Oh, yeah. But my buddy, he had the physical copy, and him joking, he's like, hey, bro, I hear that you might not get a chance to ever play this game again, so you can have this copy. <laughs> I'm like, you <laughs> <mother."> <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, enjoy it while it lasts, right? So, <laughs> but it was great that, right? Um, This weekend, uh, I'm going to start playing Forspoken, so I'm going to put... Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. It just seems it's like a really long game. Feels like I'm still at the tutorial after 30 hours because something new comes up. Like, oh, now you get to learn this. I'm like, I'm 30 hours in it. Like, how much more stuff? So put a pause on that. I'm gonna jump onto Forspoken and then I'm gonna go back and forth. And once I'm done with Forspoken, hop back onto Hogwarts. But that's my okay. plan. Yeah, fair enough. I'm the... I need to get back to Hogwarts. But right, I want to know more about uh, Forspoken. Tell me, is Forspoken <laughs> like better than people say? You enjoying it? Oh, no, no, I haven't started yet. Yeah, so I'm that's started, my plan so to start that. this weekend, right? You know, I got to prioritize. The podcast come first before gaming. That's that's just how the community is now. <laughs> but yes, I will start this weekend, and then I'll give my opinions to see how it is, you know? Mm. Okay, fair enough. Hopefully, uh, so some people, it's quite divisive. It's one of those where people are like, don't listen to the reviews. The game is actually really good. Some people say that. Others are like, nah. So I'm going to say this. So just like anything else, at the end of the day, every game, it's on the developer publisher to make the game appetizing for the gamer to jump in and look at it, right? Because it is 70 yeah. bucks, even at 60 bucks, even at when games were 50 bucks, you know, it's still money people earn, you know? So it's on you, you know, look at Hogwarts Legacy. They didn't have a problem convincing people buy this game, even though, with, you know, the drama behind it and how many people were against buying it, people still bought it. So at the end of the day, just like any other merchandise, whoever makes the merchandise is their job to make it appealing. And that's how I always stand by that. It's not it's not the gamer's job. That's why I hate the term when gamers use support devs. I, I'll be honest, I cannot stand that. You hate that, that as term. well, support the devs. Oh, yeah, you know, talked about that. I yeah. hate that term because when people say that, I'm like, no, I support my family. I, <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, I don't true. go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac. I know we all love talking McDonald's now, right? That's like the big wave. <laughs> but I don't go in and buy a Big Mac and chicken nuggets and say, "Woo, I did my part to support McDonald's." <laughs> this like, corporation. I buy something because you appeal to me, and if you don't appeal to me, then I'm not buying it. And I don't that's care why anybody else has to say. That's, I always found it weird. I always found it weird when the uh, when people say I bought an extra copy of this game just to support the dev, and I'm like, most of the publishers going to get a lot of that money, yeah, and I find that I notion just, weird. Um, yeah. I just found it weird. I was like, ultimately, my attitude is the same as yours. Obviously, going to look out for myself. I am supporting. I'm not pirating the game. Uh, yeah. Then I can feel guilty and buy yeah. a game, but. To go out my way to buy what is essentially a redundant copy. I guess the intention behind it is good, and that's quite important. That your heart's in the right place, I guess. But in the, 
but it's still a product and it's still a video game as much as we love them. And I find the idea, I personally find it weird. I'm with you all the way. I just, every time it says people support the dev, I'm like, okay, like it's good, but I'm not buying another copy just to support the dev. Yeah. I'll buy another copy if I want to play it again on another platform or something like Sifu. I bought the collector's edition on the PlayStation. I'm going to buy it again on the Xbox uh, because I just want to play it there. But yeah. I don't, I don't get that. What about you, KSR? What have you been playing? Don't say VR. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I actually, believe it or not, believe it or not, myself and Porter Rock are on the same page, man. That Hogwarts Legacy has been taking my life. It's, it's, yes. I'm, I'm like almost 70 or so hours in and I'm still playing. Like it's, it is amazing. The only thing that stopped me was this weekend's, uh, um, what do you call it? Diablo 4 beta that I, I've been, been jumping into. But yeah, Diablo, like, like Hogwarts, like at any moment in time, if you see me playing or I'm not even online, I'm, chances are I'm kind of in the background playing Hogwarts. It's, it's really, really taking over. And I'm like really far in, you know, got all my got all the stuff I need to get. I'm running around. It's it, what, at, at some point on the Batman reference, at some point it becomes the Batman game, right? The, the combat is almost the Batman combat that you know. So I'm just looking for trouble right now, like just walking into places <laughs> like, what, you got something? It's really good. Like, it's so You're good. You're all the powerful that, oh, wizard, and you're going to make use oh, of yeah. it now. Like <laughs> you walk in there. I see, I see, I see your, your shield colors. I got something for you. Let's go. <laughs> it's really, really good. It's, it's a great game. I'm, that, I'm many hours in it. It right is. Now. It was a surprise. It, was, it, was, mm -hmm. it ended up better than I even anticipated. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you're not a Harry Potter person, if you don't like, it is a game for gamers. If you enjoy yes. games, there's always something to do. It's it's perfect. Very, very good game. Yeah. Fonzarelli does not like Harry Potter at all. He, mm -hmm. I think, in fact, he shares Ace's sentiments in that he loads Harry Potter the movies, mm -hmm. but he mm -hmm. loved the I game. Load, he loads, yeah. I don't loathe anything. I have no strong emotions in general. I'm not capable of them, but <laughs> I don't like the Harry Potter. I'm not capable of strong emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a distaste. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's distaste. Right, I say that. Distaste. That's it. Just a small distaste. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, I don't know. Ace uh, uh, from the planet Neutron in... <laughs> So mm. I will put put a plug in though. I'm also playing Chia, the the, oh, the, that's the indie game that came mm. out on PS5, uh, like uh, on the PlayStation Premium. Like I I'm one that loves that indie vibe. You know, games that don't come from places you normally expect them to. Interesting little game. You know, I, I think I've got about four hours in or something. Kind of cool. I like it. I hope more people give it a shot. You know, and it it came day and date on the service. So I'm like, hey, why not? You know, so I'm giving it a shot. And so far, I'm finding it cool. Looks like it's. So, uh, uh, representing a a, 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 a a culture that I'm not aware of, that I'm not really familiar with, and they're really infusing the game with that culture. So I'm I'm really digging it. You know, that's a that's good. It's funny you mentioned that because I put that in my exclusives way up PlayStation versus Xbox of 2023, mm. and Chia featured in that, um, and it had a very 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 strong. Um, Breath of the Wild vibes. I mean, there's some mechanics look like they're completely borrowed off it. How close are those uh, gameplay mechanics to Breath of, Breath of the Wild? Um, I mean, I don't really, I, I haven't really seen the Breath of the Wildness of it, if you will. I do okay. see that they've 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 added a lot of mechanics, like systems that you wouldn't think would be systems. So, like, like I'm playing the game. You're on a boat. You're hanging out on, the, uh, on your boat. You have all, and it, it's very, it's not childish. It's very, uh, very 
shallow, if you will, some of the some of the gameplay elements. Go grab this, go grab that. All the while they're telling you with a very deep narrative. You know, there's there's danger. There's you know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's it's very the 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 story itself seems to be far more in depth and interesting than the gameplay elements. It's very kind of simplistic so far. And then out of nowhere, I'm like, oh, let, let me just jump in the water. And under the water is a whole ecosystem down there. You didn't even know. Like, you could just go down there and, like, they just keep oh, wow. adding more and more. Yeah, they, it's quite in-depth oh, as you go along. It no seems quite simplistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It seems <laughs> quite simplistic at, at, at first blush. But as you get into it, it seems to have a lot more to offer than I initially thought. So it's really cool, you know. Uh and you could just tell it's it's made by a small team that really loved what they were doing and was trying to put something unique out there. I I can't have nothing but respect for that. So I, I always give those things a try. So yeah, definitely a game uh, that's on my radar as well. That's why I featured on the list. It looks it looked really good. It looked like a very visually competent Breath of the yeah. Wild clone at the first in first instance. But I know it's a lot more than that. Uh, based on some of the other mechanics, uh, you just take over different objects and and animals you take over animals and things yeah it's it's very strange when she's when she's in trouble it triggers itself it's almost like she can't control her power just yet it's it's really oh, cool okay. it's yeah i'm interested to see the mechanics of that what about you Ace? what have you been playing it's going to be all vr stuff no one cares oh, no not nearly <laughs> enough i've got a, i've got a couple of vr games in the pipeline that i haven't started yet i've got um switchback yeah. and saints and sinners 2 ready to go so i'm going to have a good time with that in the next week or so but i played some of the diablo 4 stuff this weekend i'm sure we'll talk oh, yeah. about that a little bit more yeah. in a bit um, well, next actually yeah next good i don't know i'll probably play some other stuff <laughs> still playing my horizon <laughs> games and things like that they take bloody ages but it took me a little yeah. while to recover from being ill so so it's been a slow week uh. <laughs> Mm. So what playing, you still playing from Forbidden West? You still haven't beat it? I no, no. So I'm trying to get it done before the Burning Shores thing, if I can. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> they say, gotta beat your yep. games." <laughs> yeah. yep. I'm also trying to get through it as well. Yep. Yeah, because yep. in order to play the Burning Shores, you have to beat the game. So oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's probably yeah. not one of those DLCs like The Witcher, where it's, it could take place in the middle. You don't have to fully know this. That's good, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. I, yeah, I like you know. that. Yeah, I don't mind that they're adding to the story at the end of it. I don't know the story at the end of it yet, so I've, I've been avoiding all of the information that they've been, like, given out about Burning Shores because I know it takes place after a story that I don't know the ending of yet. So yeah. I'm about yeah. 30 many, or 40 hours, hours into in? Forbidden West, and I've okay. still got so much okay. of the map to explore, and that kind of that irks me a little bit. Some games are just way too long for me, but I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I am 170 hours in, and there are still some blank parts of the map. I, will, I, I literally I will could have beaten it finish the game and I will blank parts of the map. Yeah. I'm not doing like yeah, melee yeah. pits and hunting challenges. I can sort all that I, boring shit. I could have beaten shit. that game hours ago, but <laughs> I was just like, you know, my, my, my daughter loves like walking around with me, finding the biggest monsters to take down. So we've just been mm -hmm. running through that game. Like I've, I've beaten everything except for that very last mission. So like, yeah, before Burning Shores, I'll just go and, and clean that up. But I, I've actually, believe it or not, I know that's an unpopular opinion. I really dig the game. I think it's great. I think it's fun. But it's know? unpopular. Uh, some people, some people love to slander well. that game. Like, people I guess, love to slander it gets a lot of stick. It does. I like it too yeah. so far. It does. I, I think, think it's because of Aloy. Cross. Hate, 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 hate content is very popular. Hate content is definitely that's, popular. I know that. Hate content um, is extremely popular. I see some ridiculous people act like. I remember Spider Man in 2018. There was this one guy. Literally, there was nothing good Spider Man can do, and he got <laughs> popular. Wow. Like okay. I was like, wow. So I don't know. Like hate content for for products is a very popular thing, especially exclusives. Um, yeah. oh, yeah. it, it works. 
don't yeah, fight this one. Just don't do it. You're going to have yeah. the most beautiful experience in your life. And you're like, holy cow. To me, Forbidden like, West, specifically, lights. specifically Forbidden West has the best render of African-Americans or Africans, I, I will say, ever. Like, the, no game does it better. It is the new benchmark. It is Best render? What do you mean by that? Best looking, hair. Oh, okay. It is so spot on. I have never seen a game get so good at that. So, you know, you got to give them respect for that. I really good. think they did a really good job. Yeah. Every time that's you see them, Riddick like, wow, in it as well. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that's going to be... Uh, re- I've actually got it. Um, I just find Aloy really dry. Annoying. Really dry. <laughs> I just can't get into it. She reminds me almost off if you ever played the first watchdog was it watchdogs a game of the protagonist yeah he was so dry it was like bro did you beat the first horizon i didn't beat i didn't beat the first game i I went went to the big you you know the sand open world when the whole place leveled up Mm -hmm. opened up and your map just gets shat on with loads of (laughs) (laughs) and you're like yeah let's give this (laughs) yeah i'm like it's a ubisoft game i can't play this game I've spoken um, with Everborn about it. The reason why most people that hate, and I, that's why I asked that question. Most people that have, like, they don't like that protagonist. The first question I ask is, did you beat the first one? Because the first yeah. one kind of explains why she is the way she is in the second yeah. one. Why she's so right, But if you haven't gone through the whole thing, you don't get it and, and it makes sense. You know, it, it doesn't explain why she talks to herself so much, though. This is like, this is this only. <laughs> narration true, and true. guidance mechanic <laughs> without a companion and it's this problem that's yeah. only going to have for the next game because over the last year with with forbidden west and with god of war a lot of people have picked up on the fact that your companion or in that case the main character are telling you exactly where to go and what to do and what to look at all the time and it's something all that sony time. have done yeah. for years and years and years but all of a sudden thanks to these two games really being quite overbearing with it now people are going to be looking into that and going, oh, I'm, I'm quite annoyed that my companion in, in the next Sony game keeps telling me where to go and what to do. Like, they're going to pick up on it a lot more, and it's going to be difficult for Sony to, to walk it back. and then a shoe, and then <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all these inhabitant objects that now start, like, talking to you as you go along. Now, next next it'll be your shoelaces telling you to open that door. <laughs> it's getting a little much. I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're funny enough, Gorilla Games, was it Gorilla Games? It's Naughty Dog and actually Corey Barlog uh, said that they are actually taking cues. And I, this is great news to me, taking cues from Elden Ring uh, in terms of the world telling the story and breaking away from that formula. Because if they, these guys are very expert se- storytellers, and I think there's a half-life on this formula that Sony has deployed really well but they're going to advance it considerably. And Elden Ring, which I'm playing right now, which I'm, I know I'm late in the game, but I can honestly say it is one of the most mesmerizing games and engrossing games I've ever played in my life. Um, and I'm I'm torn between that and I'm playing Resident Evil 4, uh, which is brilliant. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 is so good now. Uh, it was good on the GameCube, but now for now? me... A hundred times, and it's gonna be a game of the year. Content. It's like one of those Resident Evil Four is yeah. one of those titles that just it just hits every single time, no matter how many times you release it. It's a fantastic it, game. It's fantastic. It is. It is fantastic. And I, 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 when I when I go day one or GameCube, we had to have it. I was a bit disappointed in that, and I've said this before. Like the the scares weren't that scary, but now because of the it's. The, the visual upgrade is like you i get the I, i'm a bit torn i want new stories to be told and i want retreads of games but 
now with the with the power of these consoles, they are really pulling you in to the direction that the developers had in their minds when they created these games. So the game is now more engrossing, the audio is more immersive, the visuals are more well-defined, and it's just such a good experience, and it's much smoother. I'm playing on um, Series X, Acer, and I'm not feeling... So the first thing I did was like this. I was just like... Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything. It's not that bad. <laughs> I don't feel it. Like, <laughs> but this controller is such a mistake. I think Xbox need to be sued for their elite controllers. This is the third third elite controller of mine, which has had problems. The right bumper is no. Uh, I've got a little bit of stick drift, but mm. more than that, the right bumper doesn't always work. So I'm playing Elden Ring, which is primary attack is right bumper, and some bits won't work, and I'm just like. Frick, what the hell? That's bad. Fuck for a game yeah. like that. One one button prop that don't pay attention. hundred <laughs> percent. That's the between life and death. Yeah. And, and, and I think there they'll be subject to a class action lawsuit. They're already pending, or one is happening, but they need to be sued for that. Or they need to Have you guys offer- notice it's like controllers across the board, like stick drift. Like before people think like Nintendo stick drift, but Mm-hmm. Some of the controls on PlayStation stick drift buttons. It's like some. It's like it's almost common. Like, is there like a common component that they all share that's causing? There this? is because actually. It yeah, one hundred percent. Is there? Yeah. It just seems like yeah. doesn't matter the brand or the company. You're so gonna get these, stick drift. There are these 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 uh, new ones called hall sensors that use magnets instead of what the, what's the commonly been used. Oh yeah, and those, I've heard about that. those who know have been replacing their controller their 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 uh, sticks with the hall sensors, and that solves the problem completely. Really, right? Mm. It's just at this point, as a as a platform, are you going to be incorporating that magnetic uh, protocol into yours? If not, it's only a matter of time until you get stick drift. They all get it. Doesn't matter mm. if you're PlayStation, Xbox. Uh, the switch they all get it so the, there are a few third parties now that you can buy that come with hall sensors and then you straight but yeah it, it's, it's a problem sensor. across the a board yeah definitely across yeah because i'm noticing it's just common now like i'm hearing it from mm-hmm. everything that at this point went beyond nintendo is just controller you know it's bad when they be like hey we got a great idea mm-hmm. we'll allow you to remove the joystick and buy a new one like, well, that's not a solution. They do that on purpose to make you buy more controllers. controllers. <laughs> what's a solution? What is this? Yeah. Changing the, the then the replacement, the replacement pieces are almost as much as the controller itself, yeah. which is like, what are we doing here? At this point, I'm rotating tires on a controller? Like, what are we doing? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a solution. Like, what? <laughs> They need to fix that. They need to fix it. It's an expensive mistake that I'm taking the bearing the brunt of. I'm out, out of the warranty period, and I'm tempted to literally raise the complaint. I know Microsoft's um, uh, support have been really good. So in, in the past, I've been out of their warranty period. So hopefully they may, uh, you know, take notice. But this is like highly inconvenient and just not uh, just not good enough. So fix that, yeah. fix that stuff. Um but yeah, like no, it's not just stick drift chat. It's the right bumper as well. It just doesn't. It's just yeah, my elite one. The right bumper was just like trash. After a few days, like I, I'd say, I had replaced it once or twice, and then after a while, the 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 bumpers just gave up the ghost. The new uh, elite two has better bumpers, but yeah, the the the, the stick drift. Stick drift is, is still happening. It's it's that's, a it's ridi- yeah, that, that, yeah, that's it's pathetic. That needs to be fixed. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They've had so many iterations on that. Anyway, um, before, oh, just to complete, I replayed the list. Well, actually, we'll talk about that next. But before we do that, let me read these super chats. Thank you so much, everyone, for your super chats. Yash with a uh, two dollar super chat. He goes two pounds. Sorry, uh, wrong country. What a panel! Brilliant. 
Portrock keeping it real NGL. Of course, Portrock always keeps it real, even if some of the Xbox guys will not like what he says. Um, Alvin with a $5 super chat. Working overtime today, waiting to play Diablo 4 tonight. Thankfully, Go Live is making the work day go smooth. Oh, that's wicked to hear. Great panel today. Sauce. I hope you liked the sauce video yesterday. It was very extra saucy. Um, El, Gre El Greco 17 with the NOK 20. You guys are my favorite bunch. Love the show. And hi, that's very, very nice of you to say, man. And um, hope, I hope we carry on staying in your good graces. Uh, Nick Gers. I uh, oh, shouldn't have read that. Sorry. That's uh, probably a slur for with a $5 super jet. It goes, imagine ponies pushing Final Fantasy 16 after all the shit Square Enix had dropped, but turn around saying... Bethesda has to prove themselves after Fallout 76. Do you want to handle this for this? Well, actually, I don't think we should entertain a super chat from a name that's a slur like that. I, sorry. And apologies, I didn't read that uh, properly. Mandinka McBakins with a $2 super chat. He goes, hate content. Hate content says the pony. Oh, the irony. Mandinka, you could say the same thing about me. He said, he's talking about you, poor truck, but me and you also <laughs> swim the source. So Mandingo, you can... I'm uh, just as uh, liable as Portrock. Hate content? It's not even hate content. I, I think know. with Portrock, so, we so are sincere. Whatever we say, as, as crazy as it sounds, as emotive as it is, I think me and you, unlike a reforge, <laughs> me and you are sincere of what we say. We are not, and I, that's why I have you on here. Because I'm like, I've been on three, four shows with you. Been on your show, been with you on Blaze. You came on ours last time, and now you're here again. Thank you. It's, it's is it hate content it's something would you say that it's sincere i would say so i'll use an example i'll even use so there was one xbox guy that complained about halo infinite getting forged and all this other stuff after the fact so now he has to go back resubscribe to game pass and he's like now i gotta pay 10 times the amount that i paid before just to play the updates mm -hmm. and i'm thinking i'm trying to do the math i'm like 10 times the amount he's gotta pay 600 dollars or <laughs> I just, and then I realized this dude played Halo Infinite for a dollar, didn't keep subscribing, and now he's got to go back, resubscribe for $10. So he's yeah. pissed off that he had to go back and play the game for $10. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't make this up. Like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you're mad because you have to resubscribe and pay $10 just to... Like, well, what are we doing here? Like, technically <laughs> speaking, Halo is supposed to keep you in Game Pass month to month to month, and you enjoy all these updates over the course of the span. You're complaining yeah. that you have to cough up another $10 because it should have been there day one for the dollar that, like, come on, man. I ain't got time for this. Uh, yeah. And that's what what was that guy's and name? Like, and, that, and that got popular. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I saw that video, too. The likes. I, I, oh, he was in the source video. Yeah. He was in the source video. Yeah. And that even blows my mind. Like, how many people, like, agreed? I'm like, yeah, oh ridiculous. wow, this There's a lot of stupid people in the world. Dollar, <laughs> like get out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, hate content is like divisive. Look, Portrock's definitely you are definitely PlayStation. I, I'm definitely Xbox centric. There, there's no denying that. But and often in like Asa, you always said this is a meta game almost. The commentary rivalry. It's like two sports teams and it will always be that the content will be as long as it's sincere it's funny sometimes people do it just for the comedy people don't realize how much of the 
uh, source content is self-deprecating as well. I put the rap on earlier of that me, and everyone's like, cringe! <laughs> then like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the, you know, you got to do it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just showing, look, I'm, yeah. say, I'm saying I'm on medication. It's crazy. This guy's mental. What is he doing? He's sweating on camera. Uh, but people don't understand that in the console space. You have, uh, like, a water then, bottle? Like, somebody preps you, like... <laughs> That's not water, bro. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> your real sweat. <laughs> yep. It's like when I, one day, if this becomes big, I have a PA spring, some water around me, just like cool down, your towel. Uh, but yeah, come on. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, Jeremy says there's a difference between hate and salt. I've, I've chilled with Port Rock enough times to know that. Uh, that's not just blind hate. Uh, but, but we'll always disagree. That's the thing. We'll have dialogues with, with people we believe we can have dialogues with. Uh, yeah. And there's no hate. There's no hate. Hate's a strong word. Shout out to 530 people watching. Smash that like button. We have so much to get through. Or well, Alvin with a $2 super check. Dreamcast used stick magnets. Never had any drifts. Okay, Sante, you're a second mm -hmm. guy, or Everborn mm -hmm. is more than you, but like, yeah, I'm a dream, I'm a Dreamcast guy. Sure, yes, yes. I'm not yeah, the Dreamcast you know guy, but I'm a Dreamcast guy. <laughs> yes, yes. They had they, that. That was the original way to do it, right? You use magnets so it, it offsets and it never kind of leans in one way or another. People have been trying to save money, so they, they're your issues. Hopefully, we get back to that. You know, yeah. I'm a Dreamcast yeah. guy as well, but to be fair, Dreamcast didn't last that long. To get no, that's true. Yeah, I play, I play. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> you know, the most know. amazing console probably that didn't last long, and it was just yep. amazing. Yep. I love that console. It's just a shame what happened. I absolutely love Sega. No, one of my favorites, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Short lived. Short lived though. Um, which is why I like mm -hmm. Xbox so much because I feel like it took the DNA of the Dreamcast and like just in like incorporate it within himself. definitely the og xbox that was og like xbox 2 mm -hmm. og xbox mm -hmm. was dreamcast 2 yeah Carry. it was literally yeah, it was it was a and that on crack it was just like it had the 8 gig hard drive it had halo it had online really like mm -hmm. pushed it it was really good um rambling entertained with a five dollar super chat did i miss the stream came to roast <laughs> I'm not reading that. <laughs> Salt and sauce. Rambling and please entertain, I guess. He called you crackhead Vin Diesel. <laughs> wow. Okay. What have you done to this guy? Hey, but thanks for the five dollars. Yeah, like exactly. If you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> please, I will not. Like the other Nick guy, that was a bit too far. I will not tolerate that. And I'm kicking myself for not even clocking it. Randy G uh, with the $2 super chat. Gaz, you are the king pony. Not this again. What have I said to now? They're going to disown me again. We made you and now we will oh, break that's you. That's it. They're going <laughs> to. I've tried to find them to ban them, but I can't. Um, Isla, if you can. Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. They, yeah, they're fickle. Um, they'll one day uh, accept you. The other day, they will let go of you. Which is Reforge is gonna find out very soon. Um, but yeah, let's see. Wait, how it pans out for that gentleman. Not that I overly, overly care. Splendor first with a two dollar super check. Don't be a fussy, Nick G, and respect the show and yourself. Agreed. That's a he's actually being very nice there uh, compared to. Uh, what the, the gentleman did Jonas, Jonas the dad with a $2 super chat mech salt on OG Xbox was dope online was killer 
We need to see what happened with Mechasol. Why can't we get another Mechasol game, man? I don't know. I, I hear it's because it's in like uh, legal limbo. It's kind of like 007. They, they can't make it because somebody owns the rights to this and somebody owns the publishing to that. And so they don't mm. even want to bother anymore. Yeah. Uh, but people, well, people still keep asking for it. People still like it. So you know, I think there's one day room for it. Out. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, so Diablo 4 open beta impressions is out. If you probably struggle to get on because of the massive queues yesterday, I was greeted with it and I said, nope, I'm going to quit this because mm -hmm. I know tomorrow it will be fine. And it was. It's like a one minute mm. wait and you're in. Um, which one of you gents have you played? Have you played it, Portrock? No, no? What about you? Case I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually playing it maybe, what, 20 minutes ago before we started the show. So I had a very interesting time with it, and, and I, I frauded on Twitter. Uh, first, I'm enjoying myself. I create a great character, and you get in there, and the cues were just, like, monstrous. And I played it on PC because, you know, I got a 3080. Like to like to play it there most often than not. Why? Because usually I'm working, and it's easier to do it just here. So try to do that. 80-some-odd minute wait times, right? And then as soon as you jump in, game crashes, and back to 80-something minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to walk up all over yeah. again. At least, so at least you kept you me on Twitter. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter going, nope, I'm done. No more of this crap. And then uh, uh, shout-out to Palm Soul. He pinged me at, like, midnight going, by the way, if you want to jump in now, it's like, it's like you know, a minute wait. <laughs> so I happen to be literally going to bed, and I see this message. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll try it out, you know? Three hours later, I went to bed at three o'clock and more. It's so addictive. It is so good. So good. You know, and, and and I know people are like, oh, it's it's more of, of a Diablo two versus three. And uh, maybe because I didn't play spend that much time with Diablo two and more with three. I see it it, it, it treads on the same ground, but just has far more uh, better graphic fidelity, you know, like you can really mm. the, the 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 cloth and and everything is very detailed. You yeah, can zoom yeah. Into things. It's just very good and it's brutal. Like the combat is hardcore more than most that I, I have seen in the Diablo verse. So you know, as of right now, I get a minute here and there. You know, uh, wait times and all that. They had some issues with I think Nvidia cards in the beginning, so that's why it was crashing. But now they fixed that. So okay. yeah, all I'm saying is I hope. I hope and pray that when this is all said and done and, and it's out in the, in, the, in the zeitgeist and everybody can just play it, that this whole wait time thing is not par for the course for this stuff. Like, I need to be able to play it as if it's mine and without having to wait in the queue. I, I know we're in the beta phase, you know, and, and this comes with beta and I expect that. But hopefully when, when this is all said and done and you put your hard-earned money down, it doesn't go, okay, now you got to wait for 20 minutes. Like, that's just, that's a little bit. You know, I think we shall the see. educated yeah. guess on this part would be expect at launch of the game day one issues because they always yeah. Diablo always has day one issues. Yeah. But after that, I'm hoping for a smooth experience as yeah. well. Yeah, and, and I hope that if, if that becomes a thing, if that's really a thing, that the pitchforks come out because we need them to then add an offline mode. Oh, with Diablo and Blizzard community, the pitchforks are already Let the pitchforks come out. Always, you know, they did that with the, with the what is it, the auction house on Diablo three. And they, they remove that. If these wait times become an issue, get them pitchforks out. Let's get let's add an online <laughs> mode here. But so far, it's yeah. awesome. I think. Yeah, I think it's great as well. We'll touch upon the offline thing in, in, in a bit. But Asa, what's your experience with with the, with the game? I am probably gonna stand alone and upset everybody by saying that I think Diablo Three is a better game so far. Um, wow! Solely Why? because. And I, I've said many times that Diablo 3 was like pretty much the only game ever that is better on console than it is on PC because they changed yeah. the controls, they changed the a lot about the design and they gave you a roll button 
I loved I loved yep. rolling through all the pots and shit. And I played Diablo 4 mm -hmm. with a controller, but Diablo 4 isn't a console experience. So you can play on console. I'm not saying people on console are having a bad yeah. time, but it has not been refined yeah. for a controller in the way that Diablo 3 was. And I find Absolutely that true, yeah. a little bit jarring because I don't I don't like a five second cooldown on my dodge, and I don't like the way that the yeah. targeting is still very PC centric. Like it feels like you're playing a PC game when you're trying to pop okay. up corpses and all the rest of it. On the plus side, mm -hmm. it does look stunning. I love what they've done with the art style. I love what they've done with the atmosphere. It is it is dripping with atmosphere. But when it comes out, they're going to mm. cut through that atmosphere with battle passes and cosmetics. So it that, leaves me really yeah. like. Fuck it, so it wasn't just me because I, I was like, did they always have a five second cooldown on, on roll or dash? No. So the PC remember. version of Diablo 3 didn't have a roll at all. That was part of its console balancing. Uh, um, yeah. But it made the game better. The yeah. roll was great. So I'm sad that they've taken it out. And you can still use the dash thing and you can smash all your pots and stuff as I so love to do. I, I just like the engine actually has really good physics. So if you are smashing things, it all breaks yeah. in a really satisfying way. And it sounds great when you do it. But then you have to wait five mm -hmm. seconds to do it again. And it makes me sad. <laughs> I just want to smash everything. <laughs> the game I played Diablo 3 it was like very recently, like six months ago, my first Diablo game and was hooked. Me and my friend Dean were playing it. And me and my friend Dean were playing this one. And... Um, he interestingly he didn't like the art style initially because Diablo 3 if i remember correctly was more colorful this game very dark and the story is pretty dark lots of very, fleshy yeah. bits lots of mm -hmm. sacrificial flesh guys like chained up because more more as he's like getting like what is this this is like some yep. satanic ritual the game uh, and i've got a necromancer as my class which is brilliant because you just blow up bodies uh which is so much fun uh but the visual fidelity of it is great uh the audio is great the physics and stuff like i can there was a skeleton that's like sitting there i'm like why is a skeleton sitting there like it's watching tv it looked really weird and i just touched mm -hmm. it and it broke or my friend did and it broke in real time for both of us we're like we were just laughing uh the games just i'm the big question mark the big question mark is this battle pass thing because that is where this kid all goes to shit and mm -hmm. uh, and I'm very worried about that. Uh, just like what is going to happen there. Um, but the story, like I didn't care for the story that much. I was tr struggling to follow the story in Diablo three. But now with this one, it, very hooked. The cinematics are really good. The game's engine, despite being in the whatever top down dungeon crawler, it looks great. Like when they switch yeah. to the cutscenes. Looks great. Makes yeah. you want to zoom in, but then of course the, the the monsters come at you. You don't even see where they're coming. You know, yeah, you can yeah, zoom exactly. into it while you go, but then it's not it's not good for the gameplay. But it's it's very. Oh, you can good zoom in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh. the 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 button that you press to to emote and talk to people, you can actually zoom in, and it stays oh. zoomed in. The problem oh. with that though is, of course, then that you're this close to the screen, and then the monsters yeah, yeah. come at you, and you're, you're screwed. You know, but it's actually really really good. But to to Ace's point. Like I think that may be its Achilles heel. They've in previous iterations they release it on PC first, get all the PCness out of it, and then they rebalance it for console. And that's why, like I think it was it the resurrected version. I think it's the Diablo three called. I that one has different features. Yeah, but because they're releasing it first on uh, everywhere, and of course it's based on the Diablo Immortal engine, which I knew they would do that. It seems like it's not. It's it's great for PC, but not absolutely perfectly honed for everything else. 
It's just kind okay. of like a happy medium that we we're gonna do for everybody. But the PC, the console people will feel it a little bit. Some of some of the placement of of where their stuff is, and you know, and the cooldown issues. Yeah, I think maybe that may be where people need to start bitching and complaining a little. A little did bit you play about, it? You know, I, keyboard I didn't feel and mouse. That that much. No, I did not play keyboard and mouse. I played it with a controller. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I actually tried to play so I didn't find well, the issues. Controller is um, just, just better. Yeah. So I actually you, found you're a necromancer like I am, though, okay. so you must know like the targeting when you're trying to target Always. a corpse. If there is one, it auto hones it for you, but it feels and visually looks like you're supposed to be clicking on things, like most of the spells mm-hmm. do. And, and oh, it's because yeah, mechanically, yeah. it's just it's just not been changed in the same mm-hmm. way that three was. And it's not going to be that's not going to be a deal breaker for a lot of people because it looks great and it plays okay on a controller. And a lot of people are going to carry on mm-hmm. having fun. Like KSN is playing on the PC and has chosen to use a controller anyway. I was playing I on have, the PC yeah, and yeah. I chose to use a controller anyway, so it's not terrible. I just miss no. some yeah. of the things that they did for Diablo three that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like rolling. I like you are things. correct about the targeting stuff. The targeting stuff, absolutely, because like I I had to like stop my mind from actually targeting myself because if you target yourself then you should be using a mouse right on the controller Mm -hmm. it just screws up the targeting if you don't target yourself then it auto targets for you and hits the next thing you want which is not really how i want to do it but it's the best way to do it on on the controller right so they definitely do have some work to do with making it good for console players otherwise it's just going to be auto targeting everywhere which is it's not it's not the end of the world though it's just it's just very much like the because a lot of people were like you said before a lot of people were unhappy with diablo 3 and the changes that it made a lot of people Mm -hmm. really wanted it to play more like diablo 2 this one definitely is sticking more to its pc heritage and doing that so it's not that they're like they're delivering what a lot of people want but i personally quite like the console version of diablo 3 and i can't help it um guys you played Mm -hmm. a necromancer didn't you I played a yeah. necromancer and was blasting through on it's like it's only got the two difficulty settings available and you put it on the hard one and you blast through everything spamming yeah. your your a button and it auto targets and kills everything for you uh, you have your four skeletal warriors and in the entire time that i played i think one of them might have died once but i've heard that yeah, some of the other hard. classes and well some of the other classes potentially are so it might be that we've both ah. chosen a wildly imbalanced overpowered class to begin with but how are you finding well, the actual like, I... the moment to moment though the, the combat and things? Are you actually enjoying it, or is it going to get repetitive over time? Well, when the game first starts, a good question because in the phase the game first started, me and my friend Dean were like, "Why do they do this? This game? I know that they want to make you feel player progression and you feel really underpowered, but." the game almost demands that you go through the boring parts where you don't get the abilities and it's it's just spamming a a a. But very quickly in the space of a couple of hours. Uh, I built up those powers. And then the talent tree is really interesting as well because you like you unlock about two more talents that you can mm-hmm. move down the next bit. And within those talents, you can either hone in and refine that one power or you can go and get other ones. And I think that kind of mechanic will really help. Um, and also the visual feedback on some things as well. Like if you've enhanced like the blood lance a little bit, you can tell uh, that visually it's like getting stronger it's all about what to me diablo is like crack it's almost like what was that other game um that really simple hey. game vampire survivors yeah, like, survivors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you what did you say guys always wants to talk about halo but he's a question so you said that um a certain community wanted it more back for Diablo 2, was that primarily the pc community because i could see diablo 3 was really the consoles game's introduction on their platform, it was well made, and since it's well made, console gamers are like, oh, I like the game. is It is what it is. But the PC gamers whose heritage was one, two. Did you see a situation where the PC gamers were very vocal 
bring it at bring it back to the Diablo 2, but Blizzard so, didn't consider we hear yeah. you, but what about the console game? Because they're quiet, but they may not realize you think you think the there's a lack so of consideration there, for there console gamers because console gamers didn't say anything? No, so the Diablo like it has a very strong, very vocal fan base. And when Diablo 3 came out, yeah. before it was even on consoles, people were already critical because they looked at the way that yeah. you could slot like only six skills or whatever and said, Hey, you're making this for a controller, we hate you and got all up in arms. It's a PC centric. That guys. is it, yeah, it is a very, very vocal community and they are getting what they want, which is like arguably the best thing that the studio can do. You want them to give those people what they want. I just would have liked that separation for controller mode myself. <laughs> would it be? Wouldn't it be hilarious? Diablo Four comes out. All right, got it. And then a few years later, all the console guys are now upset. We want three back, and now this has to play this. All right, one year PC centric, the next year console centric, and now they go back and forth for every iteration to appease a specific fan base. Back and forth instead of trying it's... to find a way. Mostly just me medium. though. Like I think I'm pretty much like I said at the start, I think <laughs> no, I'm probably gonna upset both well, sets of fans. You, by saying this, maybe, but... no. maybe you know how console gamers are. They don't know they don't like something until maybe after mm. a little while and then like two, three years from now, they're like, Man, this is so hard on a controller. Why, you know I mean Mr. Mr. Boomstick just, said exactly the same thing you did. They they love Diablo, but they miss the three Diablo threeness. They miss the console flavor of it. So you're not the first person I've heard it say that. So you know, I suspect that will be an outcry that grows more as we go beyond the beta phase and it comes into uh, into consoles. You know, people will probably say similar. So we got hey, interesting just a spark. Eventually, <laughs> it's going to be a wildfire. But remember this day, you are the spark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blaze, thank you so much for the twenty dollars super chat, man. That's crazy. He goes dark, dark on the show. Let's go. Hey, yeah, <laughs> my guy, <hey>, yo. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, P Rock. Good show, fellas. All hail King Acer. Um, <laughs> and thanks for that, Blaze. It's not dark, dark. Sorry, uh, baby. <laughs> I love Blaze, man. Uh, we got Ono to Alex in the chat. Hey, so what do you make of this? He goes, Diablo 3 was the mobile version of Diablo prior to Immortal, and Diablo 4 feels like Diablo 3.5. So it didn't feel mobile. It felt like the console version. But but I know Alex is a big fan of Path of Exile and stuff. I'd be curious what he's thinking of Diablo 4, actually, as more of a PC gamer himself. But He's got a video yeah. out on it, so mm -hmm. yeah. His impressions. But, like people were, like I say, the Diablo community were very critical of three when it came out. <laughs> yeah, they were, they definitely were. And Harry Go Lucky in chat says Diablo Four feels like an apology for Immortal in much the same way the new World of Warcraft expansion is. I don't know anything about the new WoW expansion. Is that really good? Has that got people back in? Uh, a lot of people. I know Jez Corden's a big fan of the new World of Warcraft mm. expansion. I, I, he won't I can't stop talking it. about it. Yes. <laughs> it's, I think it's the first Blizzard game that I can remember ever having a bad cinematic. I, I fired it up and watched oh. the cinematic and was like, wow, what has happened That's here? That's surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boring. Mm. Yeah. So their cinematics are amazing. Sometimes I just watch them when I'm bored. They're so mm -hmm. good. Like Diablo's uh, cinematic at the start was really good. Like I just told the story. It was pretty messed up. And it's really good. I love dark storytelling, so it was really good. Uh, so yeah, Diablo 4 is looking like it's promising, but there's a big question mark around, um, obviously, the things we talked about in the mechanically and consoles, but also the big battle pass curse, yeah. uh, which I think gamers are just becoming really intolerant of. Um, oh no, so Alex says, we hated 3. Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely with the store front there. That was very, very, uh, just, just not even divisive. It was just 
bad, just really egregious, n- yes, just shunned. Yeah, very mm-hmm. egregious. Thanks for helping me finish that sentence. Um, <laughs> shout out to 583 people uh, watching the show. Smash that like button. Resident Evil 4, finally. We got the reviews that came out um, last week. M- massively just brilliant 93 Metacritic glowing praise across the board. And I finally played it and it's great. Have any of you gents played Resident Evil 4, the remake? Or should I That's skip the, the top? <laughs> I played the demo. I, I I enjoyed the demo, but it's one of those things that I've played that game so many times. It is I, as as Porter Rock is saying, it's on the list. It will get played, but I got to get the Hogwarts monkey off the back first, man. <laughs> you know, got to got to finish it. I got go that. I got to do Dead Space as well, which I was loving. I was skipping between Dead Space and Resident Evil Four, and they're very different. Well, they're both survival horror games, but the movement style is very different. And I thought I would I wouldn't like Resident Evil 4 after playing, like skipping between the two with quick, quick play, uh, whatever is quick resume. And Resident Evil 4 holds up very well compared to Dead Space. They're both great games. I, I wouldn't even dare answer. If you put this through, because which one would you pick? I can't answer that question because I really, at the moment, I can't. Uh, great games, great games. And I'm itching to play it. So once the show is done, I'm playing that. Obviously, once the timestamps are done, people don't don't come at me. Because uh, I'll be like, where's the timestamps? They come at you for timestamps? Bro, they come <laughs> oh, at you yeah. one minute after the show ends. Where's the timestamps? I was like, what? It's impossible for me to do timestamps this quick. <laughs> you have to do it while you're doing the show. Real. Like, write it down, timestamp. Uh, right. Yeah, I know. I can barely concentrate on anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So uh, the next time topic is Redfall. We've got a lot to talk about, including the big ABK topic. But before that, let's get the good, fun, juicy bits out of the way. Um, Redfall was in the news, actually, for quite a few different things. But the previews, uh, previews let's talk about that. Now, what we are expecting on the show. I'm kind of getting a good idea of where it's coming. Uh, this this one's going to land. We've got previews. Our good friend Cole Eastwood, good friend of Portal Rock, uh, he also previewed uh, Redfall. Um, I'm still trying to convince him to hire my brother for his show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. He loved Dog Dog. He loved Dog Dog when he was doing this, the controller, the jump button thing. Um, but he'd be like, wait a minute, that's not Dog Dog, that's Portal Rock. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the trick. Yeah, do that Trojan horse, the I Trojan just pony. I just need a tank top. <laughs> Get a tank top, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but the Red Bull previews are out. Um, and generally positive. So I'll just summarize. Like, uh, Colt played it. He said it was really good. Really enjoyed it. But he didn't go as far as God is a Ge- God is a Geek, the publication, went. They said Redfall has already, um, they called it a game of the year contender. And I'm, I'm like, mm, uh, I wouldn't go that far based on what I've seen. I haven't played it. But they said it's done enough for the to convince the writer or the, re- the previewer. Uh, after playing a few hours, he said it's a combination of all that Arcane has learned from Dishonored and Deathloop, but mixed in with a supernatural narrative and fantastic shooting. And that's going to be the clincher here, how good the gunplay is in this game. Um, so they, they're they quite positive about it. Whereas PC Gamer, well, on, on the other side of it, said, whilst it's defined by its unique vampire assailants, because I think that's um, a big highlight of it, is big concern was this going to be Left for Dead or Back for Blood clone just loads of mindless zombies at you and then that's not the case because the vampires have their own characteristics and they say it's very unique it's fun uh playing it but they say solo the game feels incomplete uh it just doesn't like the story's okay doesn't feel that like to be honest i didn't 
uh, and I've said this eight, I've said this multiple times. You know this um, uh, chat if you w watch our show that this game was made for co-op. I don't care what they say. They've only put co-op. I'm convinced they put single player in there because of their heritage. Because other people are like, oh, you're going for the gas live service, whatever kind of model. But this game is a co-op game, in my opinion. And PC Gamer says that, and the, the previewer says, I think Redfall will really come alive with a group of players. The intention of co-op combat uh, and a ragtag group of heroes shouting excitedly at each other seems to lurk behind the entire world and its combat encounters. So it's looking like it's a solid game. It's not bad, which is good, because Microsoft cannot afford to have bad games now. Really can't. Um, and I've always said 84 meta, probably 82, 84. But Port Rock, looking at this, and we'll go into the uh, the controversy around it uh, as well. But before before that, what, when you look at this game, are you excited to play it, or are you interested in it? What do you think about the game generally? So I think from its first introduction, I always saw it as, you know, it's going to be a co-op game. It always gave that feel, yeah. you know, um, I don't want to say use this as a negative, like uh, like Left for Dead or Back for Blood, but it's in that genre, you know, mm -hmm. got a group of guys, a team of four, you have an objective, take out lots of monsters of various type. It's good to hear that with the vampires, they could be more unique as compared to a bunch of zombies because zombies and stuff is just a drag. If they could really pull off, getting unique characters, unique vampires, different strategies to separate yourself, you know, not just a skin, you know, an actual, I think that would be pretty good. But I think people really need to look at it as a co-op game. Sure, it has a single-player mode, but if you go in with the intention, expecting a good or, you know, a, a well-defined single-player experience, that's where you might set yourself up. I think this is more of a yeah. co-op experience first and foremost, and people should treat it that much. I'm not looking too forward too much into it because generally i don't look forward to much a lot of co-op games i got the nights i didn't look forward to it suicide squad everybody knows how i feel about that game that that ain't happening you know um, <laughs> stuff like that but in general you know for the people who are looking for a co-op game i think this is a good one especially if you did enjoy left for dead back for blood i think this game might be even more appealing if they could get unique traits of the vampires because i think that's what's going to be you mentioned it earlier gunplay and the unique traits of a vampire could make this a really incredible experience, especially um, if they get the co-op partnership rights where people can actually pick choosing characters and they can rely on each other's strength. I think that will work well. Uh, that's, the, that, that's the magic, that's really magic formula yeah. there. Those yeah, three the things form working together. Good gunplay. Because play, what you're alluding to. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go yeah good gunplay. Good unique characters with the vampires, so that way they don't feel like zombies, but with vampire skin. Make them unique. They're vampires. Let them do vampire things. Let them fly disappear all of a sudden in front of your face um, and good cast of characters that complement each other. Cause yeah. I know there's like some, I, I will say this, like Godfall, right? Not very well made game. One of the problems is it doesn't matter which character you use. Yeah. yeah. So it's really, so you don't want four of the same character. You want exactly. to have that unique trait to where when you team up, Hey, somebody needs to be this character. Cause it ain't going to work if we don't have these, you know, special abilities. So I think you got that down, right? It'll be fine. It'll be a good game for the community. That's interesting. I think so. I think so. I question. I question its longevity. I think it'll be forgotten about after about a month. Uh, but it's one of those. Like I'll be pleasantly surprised if it doesn't. It has that more depth to it. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing because it could be. A, I'm expecting a solid 
fun game and there seems to be a lot more depth than I thought it, it would have. But even a month of just enjoyable experience with, our, uh, with, with your friends, it'd be like, it'll leave a good impression. It doesn't need to be a game that you need to play, come back to. But if it does offer that longevity with the weapons, because they, they have two additional heroes coming in the future in the DLC, and then they have lots of weapon stuff. And, you know, if they promise more future content, it, then it, if it surprises in that, in that way, I'll be like, wow, okay, that's that's exceeding my expectations. My expectations are pretty reasonable in my opinion. Uh, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. Enemy design, um, character design and how the powers complement each other in co-op, and fundamentally weapon design and how it feels to control uh, shoot those weapons. They look good. But let's, let's more, see. One, one more point is, and you've been a good question, is also the intention behind this game. Is this game a legit gas game? Or is it just a multiplayer co-op game? Because that's a fine line, right? Like one that's of the problems, like, one of the fine lines. I'll use God for reference it again. <laughs> I see God for as a half-ass gas game. It seemed like yeah. maybe that was the intention, but they didn't fully commit, and because of that, the game died. I mean, they launched yeah. the game without um, matchmaking, which I thought was really weird. So I bought the game day one. The only way I was able to play with other people is if I invite them, and there was only like four people in my friends list that even had the game. So it was like, man, this is this game's gonna go to the trash. Yeah. It's like, this game has no home. So yeah. what do they want to do? Like commit. In my opinion, like if this it's is a not multiplayer a co-op game, then let the people know, like, hey, this is a multiplayer co-op game. We'll probably do some DLC, but don't treat this like Destiny 2. Because if you do, then you're gonna have people complaining two weeks. We want new content. Yeah, yeah. It no, no, it's not like that. It's not like yeah. that. In their interview, when they talked about it, Arkanos can explain like this is a bit of a unique game. They kind of overshot their their aims. Like this should have either been a co-op game or a single player game. Ultimately, they ended up with both, and it's not really a gas game. It's yeah. really a fully, fully like it's an Arkanos game with co-op, with a story, yeah. with an ending, with the promise of more future DLC. But based on what they've said. Uh, it's going to be a fully fleshed out game. It's, they're not dangling the gas elements as far as I'm aware, but they have future right. content uh, future content uh, in play. So it's, like, it's one of those, it's, it's quite unique. It's like you, it's Arkane Austin, the, the studio that, you know, gave us Dishonored. They gave us Prey and they give us this co-op shooter and it feels like their DNA is still in there. So it's quite unique. It's a quite unique game. But what about you, K. Asante? Are you looking forward to it? Is this hitting the right notes? Have you read the previews? So yeah, I've, I've watched I've watched a bunch of the previews. I've watched uh, I watched the man the man Cole Peacewood, uh his yeah. his preview take on it really good and, yeah and I will come into this saying I am a, a an arcane fan through and through. I've played all of their their games. Uh, you know, I think Arcane has not made a bad game, even though they may not get the the high heights that they're the the you know the critical mass of the community that 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 people expect them to at this point I I don't see a game that they've made that was less than or that needed more work yeah. they're really really good right and mm -hmm. they're very much a sandbox kind of kind of game um, a developer where they set up the stakes they let you handle it any way you want and it, it's you in that world and you can do crazy things in that world they've always been very good at that but. I tend to be a person that attacks uh, those games as a single player gamer. I tend to just in general be more of a single player gamer, right? Because, you know, dad life, you ain't got time to be asking people to go hang out with you. No, uh, yeah. I will play it when I play it because more often than not, I don't have time to be doing that during, during the day and all that. Right. So, you know, coming into you it, might, like you guys, in my opinion, though, you might not enjoy it 
as a result that's of my that point. reality. That's where I'm going with it. Coming into it, you know, they have, they're trying to very much emphasize that this is the, 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 the arcane you know and love, but they added drop-in, drop-out co-op, which is cool. And I'll take them at their word until I play it. But as you guys are, are talking about it now, like, and you're absolutely right, they have made the characters super unique, right? And every character like works with another character to really uh, accomplish the tasks at hand. So it makes it difficult to see how you can be one character and still take on the entire game by yourself without without it feeling like you're missing other components because you need those mm. other characters in order for it to kind of be that team, that co-op team you're looking for. So I'm still going into it saying that that Arcane has not made a bad game. And to me, I love oh, Dishonored yeah. One, love Dishonored Two, love all the DLCs. You know, I, I love Prey. They 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 know how to and even even like Deathloop and all of them, you know, they know how to come at you with, uh, uh, with a specific genre. But you you'll be you'll be remiss if you think that's all that's there, right? yeah. Because they they'll surprise you, right? And I always say Deathloop, you know, people complain about the combat, right? It's not about the combat; it's a people puzzle. You have to figure out what the 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 aim of the the uh, of the game is with all the the with the, all the 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 time powers and all of that like the going back and forth in time so i expect to see differences here that aren't immediately apparent i expect yeah. to see because that's what arcane does they they show you something but it, it tends to be a sleight of hand a little it, there's mm -hmm. a lot more depth to it than you than you'll initially see so but everyone is saying that look, this is a co-op game through and through. So we'll see how it goes, right? Like, and and you would think that if it's a co-op game through and through, they would add AI uh, uh, companions with you, but they didn't. But they didn't. They, they let you go in there all by yourself. So I'm still holding out hope. But this might be me coming back at some point talking about, well, there's the one that they missed. On in my humble opinion, but and, so uh, far, I don't think I don't think this will be a miss. I don't think this will be no, a I don't. I don't think so either. I love the characters. I love how they're they're realistic but stylized. I love the the way the world is. Uh, I lived in Boston for a while, so you know the, the, <laughs> them them shooting it in 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 that in the Massachusetts area. I'm like, hmm, that's quite interesting, you know. So yeah. all of it, all of it speaks to me. It looks great, you know. The co-opness of it kind of makes me go a little bit, hmm, but we shall see when it comes out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the I mean, game Arcane games Studio generally makes good games generally. Yeah, they I don't, don't miss. Think, I don't they don't miss. I can't think of a bad game. Like something mm -hmm. that's generally agreed upon that, oh, this is a bad arcane. I think generally yeah. they've been doing a great job making good games. Yeah, that's what Alvin says. But then, thank you, Alvin, with the five dollars super chat. Because for twenty-four years since Arx Fatalis, people have been trying to prematurely put arcane games into boxes slash genres. They've always done unique games yep. every time, and then yep, they absolutely, have absolutely, absolutely. See, have. and I, I was actually even ready to hate on Arcane because I am the guy who loved the original Prey that most people don't remember. Oh, Before yeah. they took Prey over, I loved that first Prey. And then they took Prey over and it wasn't a continuum of that first. And I'm just like, nope, I'm not here for that. And then I played it and I'm like, okay, never mind. It's really, really, really good. <laughs> right? they're, I remember they're the original Prey. Yes. Remember when it was supposed to be cyberpunk and all of that? That was crazy as well. Mm -hmm. And I got canned. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Um, but yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, mm -hmm. Asa, what about you? Are you going to be playing? Are you excited about Redfall? <laughs> I don't even I, know. I really like it visually. Um, everything about the world looks and feels very like handcrafted. Everything is very deliberately placed, and they put a lot of effort into like every scene and every location. Um, so I want to play it just for that. But at the same time, sometimes it looks a bit boring. Sometimes, like you never see more than like three enemies at a time, and when there are that many, they're just like dead in one shot. 
or you get like a more yeah. spongy vampire that flies around so i don't know I don't know. Like, I, I want to know. You have to what, feel it. Yeah, yeah. The scene that's on, like, right at this moment has a little bit more going on. But again, it's just like, oh, he's gone invisible and walking past everybody. Stealth games. I don't play <laughs> stealth games. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm going to play it because I, I like the look of the world and I want to explore it yeah. and I want to yeah. see what's going on. I like the way everything is, like, lit. The, the, they've got some people there oh, that wow, know art and no color and have made something beautiful. So I'm going to play it. Um, but I'm not sure how fun the combat is. So we'll see. Don't know that until you get in your hands, really. That's dear, one so. thing. That is one yeah. thing you can you can at least rely on with Arcane. Even if you see them having a stealth section, you don't have to play it stealth. Like they they will always yeah. give you 15 different options for the exact same you know mission. No, so yeah. Hopefully yeah. that works. You know. Well, hopefully I'm unsure you can go of, in guns blazing and you're fine. You know. I don't know if anyone has caught this across the various previews and things, but if you play in co-op and you have four people, like how does it? scale up do you get more enemies do they just take they say, more bullets yeah they what? say it scales more the, the 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 big bads are harder to fight there takes more bullets there's a lot more uh enemies on screen at least that's that was their interviews recently that I, i've heard mm. them say they scale up the, the 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 thing now the thing that's weird about that is they do drop in drop out co-op and it's not tethered so you can literally have somebody across the map on a whole different other thing and then it makes everyone's game a lot more difficult because there's another person in that world. Even ah. if you're not fighting mm. the same enemy. Yeah, mm. because they're just by the virtue of multiple players being in that world, they ratchet up the difficulty and ratchet up the amount of, of enemies you have to fight. So that should be interesting to see. You know, you're, mm. you're off on uh, doing this, somebody else off doing that. In the same <laughs> just world, get mugged. Like, and you'll get mugged like, because there's hot? a lot more people. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see that. I like the fact that there's no tether in this game. Uh, but mm. yeah, no, I'm really, I'm I'm actually quite excited to play this game and I'm primarily co cooperatively. Uh, for me, it's not as a no-brainer and i want to play this day one with friends with colt and everyone just to play and also the game gives you a buff if anyone and based on my reading of it, it suggests that if because they said if you pick specific heroes whatever they call them uh and they'll have their own unique dialogue lines the game's been marketed as four you know protagonists there the cgi trailer showed them off talking to them there'll be a massive focal point the dynamic between the four so i find it weird that if you play a single player that dynamic's completely gone mm, completely yeah. so the game was initially marketed as these four people talking to each other the game then gives you a positive buff for picking certain characters in in, in my based on that unique characters so each if you have a four player squad each one of you picks a different character you'll all benefit from that buff and then they will have unique voice lines as well so you got a sub story being told which you would you would otherwise miss if you either picked the same heroes which you can which i found is an odd decision and also if you play a single player so yeah it's a, it's going to be an interesting one i'm quite positive about it i'm seeing an 82 to 84 meta for this uh anything higher will be a pleasant surprise i know metacritic is very abstract thing is not effective way of really gauging thing but for the sake of conversation i use it so I'm just sitting there, and 84 is a optimistic 84, which is a good score for a game like that. Um, it's a question. And, like, obviously, it's it's on Game Pass, so it's very easy to go and play. If it wasn't on Game Pass, would you be thinking like, yeah, I'd buy that, or how would it fall? 70 quid. Um, I'll be honest with you, for 70 quid, <laughs> I can see it in his face. <laughs> I would be a bit. Yeah, no, I don't think. Then, then my demands would be a little. See, this is the thing with Game Pass; it makes it a lot more palatable. But seventy quid for a game then is something I would, 
normally i mean now we you know we have people expect us to play the games and we have to stump up the money we don't usually get that many review codes although we might get one for this but um i would be like all right uh, my expectations would be a little bit higher for that price point um i know it's a bit odd thing to say but it's a lot of money um uh, and i expect a lot more game now as a result of that price point and i'd then I'd, my expectations would be higher. And then I would probably perhaps will listen to a combination of my friends, reviews, and just general sentiment. Uh, now, that's how I usually like, dictate my, my, my buying habits. What about, um, so same question, though, for, for uh, KSNT. Like, would you mm-hmm. buy it? Uh, it? It being an arcane game, I would lean towards it because, like I said, I mm. own every arcane game, and they tend to be really brilliant. You know, I enjoy them. But, of course, as Gaz is saying, right, I would want to. I would want a couple of reviews in. Just I'm not. A, I'm not. And 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 shout out to Everborn Saga, my, my my partner in podcasting. He always says if you end up playing a game day one, you you usually lose because patches haven't come out yet. All that. Once you pay much later, you get the best experience ever, which is true, right? So mm-hmm. I most likely would wait until the dust settles on 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 how folks think about it. Because if yeah. it is a game that's lackluster, if unless played in co-op, that would be less likely that, that I'll be buying that day one, right? So, but I still appreciate most of the games Arcade makes, like all of them, I, I should say. I've never seen played a bad one. So more often than not, being that it's from them and it's their pedigree, I most likely would buy would buy into it. Unless it was like, oh yeah, don't even try this if you're a single player gamer. Then I, I might not, I might not jump in. Mm-hmm. Also, I will say I bought Deathloop at full price day mm-hmm. one, and it was a great game. But I just never went to f- complete it, and okay. um, same with Prey. Um, and so I need to go back to those games. But that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't stump up seventy immediately because they're Arkane Austin's games, which I've I I know they're time sinks. Once I'm done, it's one of those games. In my opinion, you have to not this game, but uh, for instance, Deathloop. You just need to just play that and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Just a mm-hmm. drop in, drop out. You can't really do that, otherwise you'll stop. Yeah, specifically you'll do what with Deathloop, it's difficult. Yeah, you, you'll yeah. you'll lose the thread on who who's supposed to be yeah. where. Like I have no idea now. You can't do yeah. that. Yeah, with with Deathloop specifically. Yeah, and that, that's, that's, that's like a role type game. That's why. And like, exactly. once you start a role game, you have to see it through because it's mm-hmm. true. If you stop a role game for a while, half the thing is memory. In being yeah. Able, yeah, especially Deathloop, lack of memory, <laughs> and that's the premise of the game. And it's just like uh, I, don't, I have no idea now. I have no idea where I am in the game or who the characters were. I don't remember. Um, so yes, one of those. That's one of the reasons why typically I'd be like, oh, uh, not earn the side of caution, but Redfall. I'm really looking forward to. So like maybe perhaps I would stump it up. Um, th- this generation normally I don't just pre-order games, but I I bought I pre-ordered Resident Evil Four and I pre-ordered Diablo Four. Like. I don't know why I did that. I just, I just did it. The FOMO got yeah. you. Go ahead. Just Admit support it. the devs. FOMO got you. Yeah, support the support devs. The devs. Yeah, that's the what, devs. That's what you it know? was. <laughs> they got kids to feed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I did just you, did it. I just thought... <laughs> because you're Gaz and you love Battle Passes, did you get the £100 skip through no, 20 levels of the Battle Pass edition? Good. No, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pre-order Red 4. I know, I did Red uh, Thingy. Diablo. Uh, Diablo 4. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't, no, I think I got... Actually, I don't even know what I got. I think I got the base one. It's like seventy quid or sixty-five yeah, pounds. Base one. Base one. Okay. Got, so okay, Diablo has a seventy-pound base version, a ninety-pound deluxe version, and a hundred-pound like oh, no. ultimate version, which is the one that they show you first and foremost on the storefronts. Is the hundred-pound yeah. version? Of course they do. And it comes yeah. with twenty <laughs> skipped levels of battle pass, and it's just like. Oh. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's silly. You're paying, you're paying the you're paying to 
to not play the game. That's that's fantastic. That's pretty that's much good. it. <laughs> you can skip playing the game, and now you're level twenty. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea what to do with it because you never played the game. So you got all these powers, and you're like, "What do I do all this stuff?" No powers. You get yeah. a shiny horse or something. Like it's, it's battle pass levels. <laughs> oh man! But on on another note, on Redfall, uh, Portarock, Redfall was being worked on PlayStation, Microsoft Store. <laughs> Hey, Azy, you got any more wine? I <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Spare. What, do you, what do you make of this? So you many people, you. MBG was crying, literally. He was like, what's going on? You take a game for way they bought the company, man. What's going on? Come on, give me your take on it. Did Microsoft I mean, actually steal it? Is Phil Spencer lying? I think so. There's two different conversations, <laughs> from my opinion. So the one part, when any first party acquires a developer studio, it's natural. They're doing it for a reason. They're trying to bolster up their ecosystem, their platforms, whatever devices they're concerned about. And it makes sense, you know. Um, yeah. That's it. Like when Microsoft started going on their buying spree, they bought Ninja Theory. I was actually happy when they bought Ninja Theory, right? Because I'm a fan of Ninja Theory, so I'm looking forward to their games. But I was kind of happy. I No, I was happy. Still happy because Ninja Theory was one of those studios that if they had one bomb, Studio's gone. So as I say, yep. like if they would have released Bleeding Edge on their own, yeah, they would have been done. We would not. We yeah. would not have Ninja Theory today. That game would have put them under. And a lot of studios mm -hmm. are just one game. Even as much as like Insomniac. Insomniac's one of those studios too. One bomb, and Insomniac's gone. But now with a bigger publisher, they could have that mistake and you know mm -hmm. survive. So I was happy with Ninja Theory, Compulsion Games, Obsidian. Right. All those games are gonna go exclusive to Xbox. Makes sense. Bethesda, I'm actually a Bethesda fan, right? Well, more mm -hmm. than Activision, right? But when yeah, they acquired Bethesda, it didn't bother me, right? Because yeah. it, I always felt the philosophy, um, if you want to play a game, just get the platform, the game is on, ignore everything else, right? And if you're yeah. one of those low-income, poor little Timmy guys, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I mean, do you have health care? When I think of poor, I think of that stuff. I don't think of gaming is like the last thing I think of when it comes to low-income people, right? Yeah, yeah. So it didn't bother me, but that's being bought by Microsoft. In fact, I'm hoping that Bethesda can even grow bigger and do more stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but with purchasing Bethesda, obviously there's going to be projects that initially was going to be on PlayStation, and they're no longer on PlayStation. And that's a natural, you know, situation that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, right? Same thing, let's mm -hmm. say if Sony bought Capcom, Whatever plans Capcom had on Xbox, they're gonna nix it. They're gonna be like, "You're done with that." And that's all. Yep. I think the main problem is, is is Phil Spencer. That's really the the connotation. Is he Jesus or he <laughs> is he just a CEO? <laughs> that's like that's literally. I think <laughs> that's literally me out like Jesus. Wow. Jesus. Jesus. Or what? <laughs> or is he a textbook CEO? And that's really it, right? He portrays yeah. himself as Jesus. But your reality, your CEO, you're going to do what's best for Xbox and stuff like that. You don't really care about PlayStation gamers on what they play, <laughs> even though you do a good job of trying to say so. You don't really care. You're the CEO. Yeah. You're the head of Xbox. Your job is for Xbox gamers and anybody in the Xbox ecosystem. And I think yeah. that's really what the battle is. There's people who hype him up as Jesus, and there's people that's going to say, no, he's the devil. <laughs> and then that's and then, then that's really not really gaming topics. That's not really talking about gaming. You're talking about, I'm going to be honest, you're probably talking about a guy who makes $10 million a year, and he don't give a damn. He's like, so what's the He's, a, he's a gamer at heart. He he's is definitely a gamer, a gamer yeah. at heart, but 
I, I agree with what you're alluding to. Asa always says this, and so do I agree with him. He has a silver tongue. Uh, yeah. And the well, what annoys me is like you could, but I do. Th I don't think he lied. Uh, I think he picks his words very carefully, but they don't do any favors because these broad statements. They, I think they're overblown in the console war space. Like, oh, I thought you said Nick Marseille is crying about the fact that he can't play this game. I'm like, yo, you need to relax uh, a little bit there. Like, but he says, like, you want to play games. We're not taking away games, as, you know, but the Bethesda thing. That interview, they really good interview did with uh, Xbox On or something. The, the mm -hmm. lady uh, who interviewed him did, a, she did an excellent job uh, of interviewing him. And he said, as far as I'm aware, as far as Bethesda's games are concerned, we've never really taken away anything that PlayStation gamers had and that that quote has been used like almost oh, well, Starfield was in development and Redfall was in development and you've canned those so you were lying and a lot of people are saying he's lying but that's wrong that's because ridiculous Starfield, yeah, that's because ridiculous. they never came out they were never you never had Redfall on PlayStation it's never there's a new IP Starfield new IP he never had it that's what he's alluding to but perhaps that kind of vague wording, along with all this, like almost charitable, we want to get gamers for everybody and more places to play. Yes, Xbox is doing that. You can play on PC, you can play on mobile, play on, and more than any other platform, Xbox has made its thing open, ecosystem open. But I think it winds a PlayStation guys a long way. It's like, well, hold on, I'm not playing Starfield or Redfall. You took it away from me. KSRT, what's going on? He's not Jesus. And some people in chat I, I, that, say that, that is, is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anybody call him Jesus, but okay. Uh, no. I, I think it's, 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 just, it's just people just taking, you know, they they have too much time in the day, man. This is, this is, this is ridiculous and unnecessary, right? Uh, to your point, like as you're saying, you know, unless the game was in black in in video and in print and saying, "Hey, this is coming for you," and they've taken it away, you have nothing to say about that, right? There's there's a version of freaking Gears of War for PS3 that's out there. You can see it on YouTube if you if you know where to find it. You can download the the ISO and play it on your PS3. You can do that. But it, it oh, really? happened, and yes, it came and left, right? Because they bought the studio, they bought the IP, and from that moment on. You're out of there. That's just the way it is, right? Same way, you know, uh, the, the moment that that uh, Insomniac was purchased, a bunch of VR heads went, because they literally held VR on their back for years. And now that's gone, right? Yeah. Same token. When, when, when PlayStation bought them, you know, you can say, oh, they took something away from us. Yeah, that locomotion system you love in the, in the Spider-Man, that came from Sunset Overdrive. It is mm -hmm. par for the course, right? The only thing that the the thing that makes me like think that people are going too far with it is they never like there are certain instances where you can see like egregious behavior, right? Like you'll see somebody has literally a copy of uh, of like Final Fantasy Seven uh, Remake, and it says you know exclusive to this point or whatever. Or you'll see like what was the other one? A Stellar Blade. You see it there. It says coming to all of them, and then later oh, on, shown it's not. on Xbox Show exactly. That is point blank. Okay, you you want to grab your pitchforks? Go ahead, do that. You know you can complain about that. None of these instances. Yeah, you can think that they were making them. Yes, and at some point, they, they, you know, most game development starts on PC, and the, the the profiling for the various consoles comes later down the line, right? So at some point, they were still gearing towards this console and that, and they stopped because the console, well, the, the 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 company was purchased, right? 
that's what they did. That's what happened. They had a mandate all from the Microsoft. Time. Yeah. Or they have a mandate from Microsoft. Exactly. You think that the, that PlayStation, uh, Sony will buy them and say, "Yeah, just just keep just keep doing that. Just keep going forward." No, of course they won't. They stopped doing that, right? And what what Phil says, and I I, I hear you with the flowery language. That is a, a C class executive, right? Like people say, he lied. I don't think he lied. A C class no. executive lying means huge ramifications not just you on your twitter streets going oh he li-. does it be- does it does it ks Hunter, does it pull, pull to rock no, i thought jim ryan believed lying. in generations well, no, but, but, I, I think i think i think they have uh like saying there's something leeway. unless Far unless unless language. there's like an illegal court document or something yeah. you know i think i think the question is 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 what jim's saying semantics like people say well officially it wasn't announced mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so technically sony never took away street fighter 5 away from xbox because it was never officially announced for xbox any there you go there you go but nobody right. but here's the thing nobody saw it that way until sure. now last sure, gen yeah. PlayStation yeah, took you're street right. fighter 5 away from xbox sure, so the sure. no, is that, and, and you're true with that, yeah, that but, but, uh, so but they didn't so purchase he, capcom no, they no, paid no. to not yeah. xbox have it that's what but the you, multi-platform yeah. third-party money hunting it is well, though, also, isn't it? Yeah, rumor has so it that with, with street fighter 5 had they not paid that game probably would have not come out so all of that yeah that's quite different as well yeah so now listen to the scenario so this was when the street fighter come out 2016 was well, 2016, mm-hmm. I think it was, right? Let's say that. So when that happened, everyone universally agreed to include the PlayStation guys. I don't think anybody disagreed. Sony mm-hmm. kept this game off Xbox. At a while, mm-hmm. people thought it was just going to be time exclusive. No one mm-hmm. realized, like, no, this is like permanent. You're not getting Street Fighter Five. And I don't yeah. think there was any contention or disagreement or even a semantical arguing of, well, technically, it was never announced for Xbox. Yeah. So yeah, that never happened. So why? Now, you know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? We never did that before. You know what I think it is? I think it's because, and I say this all the time, I say, I think it's because these these uh, companies, they train their consumers. At some point, you know what to expect from them, right? Mm-hmm. If Sony buys a studio, you know what to expect because they've done it multiple times and it is what it is, right? But because Microsoft has always been kind of, well, we want to be be inclusive and we want to make, because they have been very open in that way and they have to be a bit more direct. When they say we want to we wanna have more players in, they should say players in general, not PlayStation players, because they don't care about PlayStation players. Yeah. They want PlayStation players to become Xbox players, right? Yeah. But because every time the question comes up, will it be exclusive? And they don't nip it in the bud from day one, that then becomes a narrative. Well, right? and it continues to drag them. You know, because look at the they, had they been tight with it from day one, which let's be clear, they couldn't have been because at the time the questions were being asked, they were in the middle of the acquisition. You can't just be like yes or no. But is that true? I think all that conversation is that, is that true though? Has there been no. any other acquisition ever where they've not been able to confirm that games were going to be exclusive or where there's been any shadow of a doubt? Or did well, Xbox it, it, make because that up? in the middle of conversation, in the middle of in the middle of the, the 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 idea of them buying it, you can't ask that question because if you ask that question, they're not allowed to give you a straight answer because they're in the write, middle of the acquisition. Bungie. Well, but but yeah, that's but every other acquisition Bungie, ever Bungie, has managed all right. Bungie's they? the chick that Bungie's the chick that walks into the room and makes their own determinations. They go, "I'm here and I'm doing this, and if you don't like it, I'm out." That's been Bungie, right? We've known that they did that with Microsoft, they did that with Activision, and now they're doing that with PlayStation. They are unique 
in the game well, space where they go, you ain't controlling me. I'm here to do what I want. If you don't like it, I'm out. That's the but are there, are there so any with other Lungy, example besides Zenimax? Oh, acquisition. Where so it was acquisition left in the air a, for a yeah. year. Okay, where, was, where was it not, though, Asa? Yeah. Apart from Bungie, which, the independence was... All of them, okay. Gaz. Every acquisition yeah. ever. It's never been a question until that one. Yeah. So, so the thing is, so with acquisitions, right? That's never been a question level... where the games are coming out? Yeah. Never been a question. You never doubted it. You always knew. They're exclusive and nobody's ever... Yeah. And, yeah. and we know with Activision Blizzard well, well before it goes ahead, right? It's not scale, a secret. Right? It's, it's most likely because of the scale, right? At that point, Bethesda had that scale and everybody was like, oh my God, what a, a scale. And of course, now that's, that's you know, uh, table stakes at this point. But at that time, the scale was so big. And of course, there were there was mushy middle a little bit because there are games that are currently on other platforms and, oh, you're going to take it away? No, right? So all that kind of made the gumbo work a little weird. I, I do hear you that usually when they buy a studio or a specific entity, you know exactly what's going on, right? But yeah. because they bought something with such scale that did have hands in many pots at the time of purchase, that question became really big. And Microsoft, of course, being who they are, couldn't be like, nope, we're done, right? They did yeah. They did say that, though, when they finally finished and they were you know, at that round table and they just kind of did that. But it feels like at that point, people were already off on whatever direction they were. They yeah. wanted to believe in. You know, at, so the economy of scale is, is the huge point, right? Because when you look at mm. it, um, somehow narrative got built saying that Sony doesn't want Microsoft to have exclusives, which is not true. Because again, mm. we already seen Microsoft build up their portfolio. Ninja Theory... Compulsion games, they bought Playground, which is made exclusives. All right. And then and then look at the last two, or the last one soon to be Activision, but but that's the Zinemax. Sony didn't say anything. No, they didn't. No. And look at all the content Microsoft acquired. They got Doom Guy. When you think about it, Zenimax did a lot of things. They made them into an FPS powerhouse technique. Because now you got Halo, you always had Halo, but now you yeah. got Doom, Wolfenstein, Prey, and Quake. That yeah. is a huge group of first-person shooters, which now you could arguably say Microsoft and Western like a RPGs. Shooter, but yeah, a handful of RPGs, Elder Scrolls Online. They gained a lot with Bethesda. Yeah. Sony didn't say anything. It wasn't until yeah. they hit a level of scale, namely Call of Duty, where yeah. Sony's like, "Whoa!" And when you think about it, Sony hasn't well, even now, been now, now you're really tech. touching their pockets at that point. Yeah, you're literally now, touching. Now you mess with my money. Now, now, now you're trying to put that weed guy <laughs> yeah. on my corner. But now you're trying to push your guys on my corner? No, you mm. know, and when you think about it, Sony's not even really against ABK in total because they haven't mentioned Diablo. They didn't mention Overwatch 2. Nope. They don't nope. care about World of Warcraft. They don't rock nope. band. They don't None care about that. Take all, King, take it all. It just is really about Call of Duty and nothing else. They, you know, if let's say one of the things was Microsoft getting rid of Call of Duty, but they could take everything else, Sony would be fine with that. Take yeah, they, they, would, they wouldn't contest it. So it was really yeah. just yeah. the scale of that one game of Call of Duty, because that's where Sony's like, wait a minute, this one product mm -hmm. is really important for our stuff. Mm -hmm. Everything else was fine. Like Microsoft could probably get CD Projekt Red. Sony would be like, oh, whatever the hell, they messed up their last game anyway. 
it's just the economy of scale, and you just hit yeah. that one button point. You hit that well, one and, corner, and, and also the COD stuff. Okay. Like I think it's beyond just like their pocket because it, it it changes the narrative for people, right? Like for a long time, Sony has been saying these things are very like the the triple A space, the triple A games that are so that cost so much to make uh, require it to be the the way that they are now, which is kind of mimicking Sony's first party, right? But if, if all of a sudden now the biggest game that everyone knows is now in their subscription service, that narrative is broken, right? You can't say that anymore. No, At the end of the day, you, it, it, it kind of is. And, and uh, uh, actually, no, like, why, why do you disagree with that? Just, yeah, the right. reason why is because in order to do it, you need change. Right. If yeah. if Microsoft goes, oh yeah, you could put Call of Duty. Well, sure. That's like saying, oh man, you could buy a Lamborghini. I could get one today. <laughs> sure, sure. sure. You could. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta yeah. stick with the Honda Civic. You know. So Microsoft could do it. Amazon yeah. could do it. Google yeah. can do it. But the more but they can can't do make what sense. they yeah, can yeah, do, yeah, so yeah. I don't think it changes yeah. their. I don't think it changes the narrative. Microsoft, and I'm not saying. Oh mm. boo hoo. So I'm not saying that at all. I mean, Microsoft yeah. has the trillion dollars flexi. If that's what you yeah. got to flex and be in a business, there's nothing wrong with flexing your training dollars. But us as gamers, we can't expect, let's say, EA to put mm-hmm. the games day and day on Game Pass or create something. You know, we can't expect almost any company, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Capcom, you know, Nintendo, right? We don't, we can't, no, I guarantee nobody expects Nintendo to try to do a Game Pass and put their games day and day. Yeah. Boy, you yeah. do that, Nintendo will probably send a hitman after you. Like, <laughs> notice nobody expects that yeah. because their their economy they don't have that level mm-hmm. of backing. It's one thing for Nintendo to create a big first AAA first party game. It's another thing to put Zelda day and day for fifteen dollars a month. Nintendo yeah. just can't do it sure. either. Yeah. So I think what? Nintendo, you know, I think people don't realize the flex Microsoft, which is fine. You got it flexing, and if you are the only one that can do it, then oh well. If no one can follow in your footsteps, oh well. Too well, bad. So sad. Yeah. We could do it. You can't. That's your problem. Get your money. Well, right. If my if Sony has any brains, and I'm sure it does, it will go for Capcom. And Capcom being purchased will have bigger long-term ramifications, in my opinion, than ABK will for Microsoft. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> oh Capcom is huge. Uh, uh, and, and uh, I know I know guys are like, oh, Sony should get this. I'm I'm not Sony a big should get Capcom. Guys. I'm not a big acquisition guy, right? Because I'm a big me... proponent for consolidation in this okay. space. And uh, I'll tell you why later on. But I'll... there's a limit limitation to it. This industry got a bit too relaxed with its multi-plats. And now with, with Sony buying Capcom, Mike after ABK and Mike, maybe a couple of small, not publisher level acquisitions, maybe the Japanese devs or some talent, if we have these definite, defined spaces where Sony's got Capcom, and I'm still salty that Bungie are independent. They should be; their game should be exclusive. I've said it on your show. I've said it on multiple shows. The day it was announced with Boom Show, Bun, Des, Bun, Destiny Three, anything that Bungie makes should be exclusive to PlayStation because I love the competition. If everyone impetus for Microsoft to fix Halo, it would that would happen. Um, but. Uh, uh, that conversation about why consolidation is good is going to be uh, will just sure. take us to another tangent. It's a cyclical but, thing, but yes, continue. I would say it, it, just the only reason why I'm against the Capcom thing, right? Because Capcom's yeah. fine, right? They do yeah. great. They make generally great games. To me, acquisitions, and not not going against ABK because I understand completely. But like when, again, when Microsoft acquired Ninja Theory, I agreed with that because yeah, they needed the help. help. Yeah, they, they needed the help. the help. When Sony acquired Insomniac, I'm all about that. Me personally. I would like Sony to acquire Konami 
because they're not doing a damn thing. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good saying? one. That's a good so, one. Like, like finally, mm-hmm. they're releasing Silent Hill 2. But before that, like, think about it. this might be the first gen we don't get a Metal Gear game. Especially yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, Konami, Konami's printing money on in other places. So they'd be all right. Pachinko yeah. machines, man! Yeah. I don't give a damn about that. No, no, that's, that. a, that's a good give point that you made. Solid six, yeah. whether it's multiplayer yeah. or exclusive. So, like, if Sony acquires Konami, and now we get Castlevania. Now we get. I sure. see that's a benefit for gamers, right? Mm-hmm. But acquire yeah. Capcom, they're doing fine. Like. It's they, just, yeah, they don't necessarily need a bragging point. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It, but it also gives a console a really just a, a, a unique identity. And then you've got these fixed Nintendo's own lane. You've got Microsoft with its Western RPGs and first-person shooters, but it's got competition from Bungie and from one day's games with exclusives. And you've got Capcom. So much competition. And every console has its own identity. Uh, but the, I, I would, I would oh, love if that real, would happen. Real quick. Real quick on the on the point of Porter Rock, uh, Porter Rock is making about like uh, acquire uh, um, um, studios and developers that need the help. If that is the logic about it, do you know who needs to be acquired quickly? Because they might actually like be gone soon. Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, Ubisoft. Yeah, they're uh, dropping a like point. a stone right now. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're not. Like, they're they're hurting. You know? They're hurting. Like yeah. they're just, they they rely too much on copying the same formula. For every exactly. game, like no matter what yeah. the game is, it's like Assassin's Creed. You know, I'm like, man, this like it's almost like the same. They might yeah. be gone in ten years at this rate. That might yeah. be fine. EA's fine, in my opinion. Let them mm. do what they do, right? Um, you know, so, somebody can that, have that's how I see uh, Ubisoft. You know, yeah, <laughs> no, right. But but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but like studios, especially new upcoming, new upcoming studios, like the studios yeah. that did Cuphead. You know, all those guys. I think mm. you can nurture, build them up. You know, like um, uh, Sony got Housemark. That was a mm-hmm. great one because they only made small titles, yeah. which only sold like five hundred. Housemark is amazing. 000. I love Housemark. Yeah, yeah. acquire them, games. and now you could build them up. They made their first AAA game because of Sony. Yeah, that's yeah. that's growth. That's great. Leave leave Capcom alone. Capcom's fine. Capcom is more of a long term play uh, in in like two in in the gen and have a very like d- different like vision for where the console in or the gaming industries in the future. But I very that's a great point about the utility in buying a publisher that needs a Konami, which was in my video as well. Like they've been sitting on uh, these um, incredible dormant IPs that they haven't done anything mm-hmm. with, which is criminal, uh, and that. Would be great, and I think it'd be a good synergy between uh, Sony and Konami as well. Typically, the historically yeah. it is Metal Gear Solid, and you know, yeah. Zone of Enders. Do they own the IP for that? Zone of Enders um, as well. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Silent Hill. I mean, these are the, the the spiritual home is on PlayStation for them, so that would be a really good one. And I think it's coming. I think Sony will definitely be looking into publisher yeah. level acquisition, well, well, and it'll well. be happening very soon. And I think uh, that will be exciting, man. I just want uh, Metal I'll... Gear. Please don't let this be the first PlayStation console where uh, I don't get a, to play a Metal Gear game because it will literally would... be the first yeah. console with no Metal Gear, which would break my heart. No, no, you do realize that that'll be a, I would celebrate that'll be a, Konami. Uh, Even a remake. A, remake a, Metal Gear Solid that's 1. That's a Kojima-less Metal oh, Gear. Is that, is that, that cool? had like twin snakes. So, you know what? Metal Gear. So, so hopefully, so obviously I'm, I'm, I'm praying that Sony finds a way to get Metal Gear, let's say 6, and mm-hmm. Kojima and Unite. Because you're right. Bring them together? Yeah. Oh, do I don't oh, know oh, if they'll oh, want to oh, do Kojima, that, man. He might, 
he might be like, I'm done. Like, forget it. I, I did that. You know, always, you know just yeah. one more. Just one more. Just one more. I would, I would take a Metal Gear Solid One remake from Blue Point. Mm. From Blue Point. Yeah. Oh, that would that'd be perfect. That'd be amazing for that. Absolutely. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I'll read some of these super chats, but Dub's member chat, thank you for being a member for 13 months, um, it poses a question to you, Paul Trock. He goes, I have a question for the panel, but mostly for Paul Trock. Do you oh. think Sony, with its current talent set, can create a competent Call of Duty competitor? So, I'll answer. I think it will always be a mistake trying to create a Call of Duty competitor. I'll use one example. Killzone 2. I think it's the only Killzone I enjoyed. The multiplayer was phenomenal. Yeah. Part three, they treaded on to making it a bit Call of Duty oh. because mm-hmm. they're trying to get that and it massively failed because yep. they took away identity. I think I think it's like, can you create a Zelda competitor? Can you create a Halo competitor? I think company, can you create a Madden competitor? I think companies that try to mimic something that's successful, you're going to fail because you're not Absolutely. the original. I think what Sony needs to focus on, don't worry so much about creating a Call of Duty competitor, just create your own, bring back like SoCon. SoCon's not a Call of Duty competitor. But it could be a successful soul comp. And that's all they really need. Create, hey, if if that's the day Microsoft keeps Call of Duty exclusive, that's it. It's done. It's over. It's like Spider-Man. Wrap it yeah. up. You're done. Don't try to yeah. mimic it. Just focus yeah. something that's for you and it could appease your own audience. Cause Call of Duty is not gonna lose its audience. There's there's many people tried and all yeah. of them fail. You can't Including the people Call that made Call of Duty, yeah. Yeah, like, even yeah, like yeah. Even, even, the, even if <laughs> yeah, look at Titanfall. Right? Exactly. A new studio with Titanfall, you you're just not gonna do it. Call of Duty, They're Call of Duty built a better game, but didn't yeah. do. But it's not Call but, of Duty, which is fine. It's okay. You don't. I I would prefer Sony just focus on their own multiplayers that that speaks to that multiplayer and has no tie to Call of Duty. Leave it alone. You lost yeah. that. Take move on from it. Create SOCOM. Maybe bring back Killzone if that's really what you want to do. But but. When it comes to this question of COD competitors, like, oh, it's, it's impossible to do because COD is so big, it's the uh, people have tried and all of this. The the point is, you you rest you exactly what you said, and BG did a great video that I think he uploaded it today and just hit the nail on the head on what I've been saying as well. Stop chasing COD, but what that what you're saying is something in the first person shooter space yeah. that changes the paradigm. Fortnite did that massively in fact actually that game copied uh pubg and then refined it and did it did it better yeah, better but yeah. they you cannot tell me that in the first person shooter space especially now after halo messed up so bad you got a gift playstation mm-hmm. opportunity a brief window to really do something special in this space but with the incredible talent in uh, that playstation houses they can create absolutely if they have the investment and they have the t- obvious talent. They can create a title, the new zeitgeist in, in in the multiplayer space. You cannot tell me that Call of Duty is endemic to it is so fundamentally ingrained into this industry that it will always be the force that it is now. It has had a very long legacy, but that has a half life. Believe it or not. Call of Duty is going to oh. not be what it's always going to be. Uh, it has been since for quite some time. And there will be a game that will come up. And Elden, Elden Ring is a big, to me, a representation of a game that showed to the world that your tried and tested formula is is starting to wane. This suppose, It was called a niche game. It was called Souls Wars, a niche game. And it's, fi- it's, it's funny to call 
Elden Ring, a niche after the breakout success that it is, to the point where the masses took notice of this incredible game that doesn't hold your hand. That was very different for a lot of people. I know people right now who regard Elden Ring as the best game they've ever played, never played a Soulsborne game. And that kind of drive, that kind of push, and when I talk about competition, I'm not like COD in sales, I'm talking about quality. People will gravitate towards that. And like BG said in his video, he's like, I'm so glad Microsoft made this comment. Make your own COD killer. We can do it in 10 years. There's enough time to do it. What that basically should make PlayStation fans happy, in my opinion, because we're like, good, just, you know what? If PlayStation needs to kick up the backside to get their first parties to do this, this is it. Let's do it. I believe in Sony can do it. I definitely believe that they Sorry, can create well, but, but, the next but but see paradigm. your your point your point is actually valid and and of course a lot of people want to see some 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 sauce on here but we are in vigorous agreement like i i think absolutely right you know every time you've seen any of these these really the games that 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 raise the bar and become like they sell everything they're never like the other right you have roblox you have minecraft you have cod none of them are like the other anytime you hear a killer the killer always ends up becoming a failure like it never happens right one thing that sony actually has done which is very unique is every time they have a multiplayer in their single players it tends to be a diamond in the rough that they never really polish and continue on until now with with the last of us uh factions, factions right? people might be something factions, really great. right and and finally, they they look like they're putting some energy into it. So yeah, the idea of make your own, maybe the the, the actual words they use might not be the, the 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 words to follow. Make a cod killer because you're not. They don't I mean make killer, it yeah. make yeah. it like cod, but make something that reaches that level of quality and just don't follow that. Not even quality. COD, the you know, the attention. Saying? It's the engagement. Yeah. It's the mind share. It's the yeah. and you can't topple cod in if you're going to go after. It's formula. How many games have done that? Refine, refine that that formula that they had with The Last of Us as multiplayer, and put it on PC as well. You do <laughs> that, on PC. You, you're you're uh, gonna you're gonna take it all, all over because people loved the way they did that the first time, and it seems like they let it lie dormant for too long, and now they've rekindled it again. So we'll see what happens there. You know. So I, I, I think that's like. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. like. Uh, uh, because everybody's mixing a couple of things. So as if Call of Duty having it or not having it is a decision mm -hmm. point. Uh, so Sony's decision to go multiplayer, whatever, that decision was done even long before Microsoft even mentioned. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah of, course, right? of course. And you, the reason why... turned around in a day. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I did a video looking at, I think it was their second quarter, third quarter, 2021, because um somebody mentioned, you know, one of my followers, subscribers, said, "Hey, Sony really spoke on you know multiplayer. Why they're doing it? Check this out. Yes, see if you can get yeah. yeah. So Sony, right? They, they even mentioned it, um, and they used uh, Bungie as a case study. Since 2014, um, Bungie's revenue with Destiny grew 15 percent like clockwork every single year. And they showed this chart, and they show, show and this huge chart about the money they're making through money transaction and everything, right? So Sony was already all in on multiplayer for this stuff, mm -hmm. right? So I don't think Call of Duty, whether they have it or don't have it, is a oh, yeah. catalyst. No, don't you think that will motivate that wasn't them? No, no, I don't think I don't think sure. I, I don't yeah. think they have one any one or the other, yeah. right? I think they were gonna be all in on multiplayer trying to create multiplayer mm -hmm. trying to create the best one that's the reason why they bought yeah. bungee bungee so they're yeah. they are serious about creating yeah. the best multiplayer they can they spent 3.6 billion dollars one billion of it was salary and bonuses 
They mm-hmm. gave the company a billion dollars just so that way they talent retention. Yeah. So they are serious about multiplayer. Yeah. Um, I don't think losing Call of Duty or keeping Call of Duty is going to be a demotivating or motivating factor. I think they're just saying is, if I can make five billion with multiplayer, I still want my one billion. Right? Me oh, yeah, that, they want the cake and eat it. They want to have the cake they and want they want both. They want it all. Yeah, as course, best can. But I think Sony's motivated because they seen. Yeah. I even put in a video their twenty twenty five budget, half the gaming budget is going to go to multiplayer. So yeah. right now their budget is like eighty twenty. By 2025, it's going to be like 52-48. So mm. they're serious about multiplayer. Half their More than half their budget is going to go into yeah. the multiplayer. So, yeah, they've so already Sony telegraphed what, 10-plus gas games that are in development? They, they, yeah, they they're already... They yeah. yeah. 10 to 12. They're, so Sony is all in, but it's a motivating money revenue. So... Yeah. The I, I, I still think the Call of Duty is a ticking time bomb. They're looking at that ten years. They're like, Shh. there, there is no. I, I can't. I disagree that. I know that. I completely agree that they're all in. They, the money mm-hmm. that they paid, the retention fee on Bungie, the talent. They, mm-hmm. they feel they sat on multiplayer for a while. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. sat on their ass when it came to multiplayer, and they, and right. it worked. Really, the strat worked for a while on the PS4 gen. But now they with with Call of Duty that adds pressure. If anything, it adds pressure uh, to them. Like I think it will just add to the pressure to create better first person shooters. I don't think you can ne- neglect that. If, if I was PlayStation, if I was Jim Ryan or the Sony execs, like right, we've got ten. Imagine it got signed today. We've got ten years. That time time is ticking. We can't. Well, let me ask you this: Who implanted like the whole time ticket thing? Right? Because let me ask you this: Let's say if you were Sony, time, right? You mean ten years? amazing first party first person shooter but you still have call of duty right that means you're still making money like look at it from their perspective money's money you can still have an amazing first person shooter while still Uh maintaining call of duty once you lose call of duty sure you still have this amazing first person shooter but you lost a billion dollars so it doesn't matter you know from the gamers perspective i think we're blurring the lines from a gamer's perspective, sure, competition from gaming. Yeah, Sony made a first-person shooter. Yeah, Call of Duty sucks. This is better. I got that. But from Sony's uh-huh. perspective, that's not how they're looking at it. Losing Call of Duty, yeah, no matter know. why, is just a loss. It is. It's hurting no their best how good It is, right? Losing a billion dollars, you're not going to make up for that, yeah. no matter how much you make, because whatever Absolutely. you're making, you still have the billion dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. So I think we're blurring no, the lines of... From a Sony not, we're not, no one's business, from no one's a gamer's con- perspective, competition, like yeah. what we want is Sony to create a first-person shooter, which can hopefully make Microsoft say, hey, Activision, this whole yearly bullshit you're making is not good enough because Sony is trumping you. We need to mm-hmm. step up. And I think from a gamer's perspective is what we want. Yeah. But from a Sony I mean, perspective... They're just going to lose a billion dollars, no matter what. I don't contest the Sony's position on it. Oh, I I will say, what would you say? And I'll read the super. I'll come to the uh, super chats chat. Thank you so much for patiently waiting there. But on, are you? Would you say you're a little bit surprised by the resistance from Sony on this deal, or is this off the course? You're not at all. Absolutely not. Like, for example, does, does Sony Chang, look right? better or worse or not, nothing at no, all no, from this? Nothing yeah, at all. This whole like, Lulu Chang, like Lulu Chang, when she said Sony simply don't want that the deal happening, and everybody was like, Yeah, see, and I'm like, I could have told you that last year. You don't, you didn't need Lulu Chang 
to tell you. Yeah, but that was the drama. You have to add no, the, 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 the surprise with Lulu. The surprise with Lulu though is the surprise with Lulu isn't the fact that 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 they oh we with this revelation that they don't want it. It's the fact that you said it outright in front of regulators. Like that's yeah. the dumbest move. Uh, in it's Brussels. Like saying, in Brussels. In Brussels. That's like that's like going, oh yeah, we're here, we're in the bank, we're stealing stuff. Let me look in the camera and say, I stole this, and then leave. No, like, no, what are we doing? But you have to understand Peter Portrock. Simultaneously, they're saying the deal is inefficient because of XX reasons, is lacking detail, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, you are saying in the same breath, we don't even care for the deal. So all you're arguing about is substantively you're entertaining this deal, but you don't actually care for it anyway. You've said it to your face to the face. Like the like Azor mentioned, like Azor mentioned, Lord, uh, it was maybe not last week, but the week before. He said he tried to explain Sony's position. He's like, "Why would you care for your comp your competitor's proposition? That's like, yeah. you can't propose something right now. Like well, if you're, the, if you're my competitor, is... there's nothing you can say." But you're See, talking but to regulators, isn't it, right isn't it exactly. just like Seeing really refreshing to have a CEO tell the truth? Is that what we're all yes. saying? Like, oh, it's so refreshing. Jim Ryan's honest. Jim Ryan, he's saying what he means, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> but, but the, uh, the uh, Jim Ryan, Jim uh, Ryan's Jim Ryan. Yeah, he said no, 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 he said no it. Lies. Yeah, if you want someone argue, else said it for him, he didn't Ryan say it. Like, if you want, he didn't say it to anyone. Oh, he didn't say it. Oh, no, no, Lulu Massive <laughs> made sure he explained it to everyone. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't have the balls to tell anyone or the Honest regulators Jim or Ryan you. Keeps to himself. Honest if you Jim had Ryan asked him, he would have told him. you. He would have told me. He didn't tell anyone. He didn't tell the regulators. Simultaneously, he's telling the regulators, "Look, we want to do." Why do you, why do you think that he didn't tell up. the regulators? He didn't. No, because they're playing the game of stalling it. I'll tell you why. Why this? The same reason, despite the fact that what we've all agreed here that Sony wouldn't take the deal, they wouldn't yeah. entertain it. But they're still. Why are they simultaneously telling the regulators that the deal is substantially failing on detail, or they're not offering oh. enough measures? They. Well, otherwise they're just well, why didn't they go ahead and say they wouldn't they they're no, they're relying never on said the they wanted a deal sony never said hey we're trying to compensate we're trying mm -hmm. no that that's one thing this is no the but thing. they have come sony, back and said it they said sony the deal was never ineffective. said they want a deal they just keep saying whatever microsoft's offering is trash consistently yeah. they, they've no, but they're telling regulators but they're yeah, telling regulators, they're telling the regulators <laughs> but they're saying it's trash we don't no, no, want but, it. But then they're, they're, they're not telling regulators that oh we're not going to have a deal at all. They're just saying the deal is ineffective for us because of XX's reasons. Yeah. Microsoft redacted, and they came out even and said they literally said oh, but by the way, it's Microsoft that sought to uh, redact the these term. points. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. hold on a minute. Guy, what is it? Can then? Microsoft actually create a deal that is equivalent to what Sony's getting now? No, this is impossible. Well, that's you, the, you that's want your the cake point. And eat it's, it. It's, there's nothing Microsoft can do to match mm -hmm. what Sony's getting now. And that's why Azure's but why to then is when Lulu said that they're getting a better deal, other, other than the 10-year uh, ticking time bomb, mm -hmm. when Lulu Cheng Masave says uh, Sony's getting a better deal than they would ever get under us. What do you so let me ask you mean? this? Let me ask you this. So Lulu Cheng, who works for Activision, who's gonna get a big paycheck if the deals go through, is trying mm -hmm. to tell Sony. What is a better deal for them? Does that make sense? I'm just asking. She, said, think she about publicly it. said it. Why, no, why does but, Sony but not come I'm back and say is, this is false because? Can Lulu actually speak on behalf of Sony on what's a better deal for them? That's what I'm asking. Why, why can't Sony she's in a position? Do you think why she's in the position? And why, listen, if Sony, if let's say like this, if I'm Sony, right? And I'm telling you this deal's not good for me, but Aza said, no, no, this is a good deal for Porter Rock. Who are you going to listen to? 
Me, who actually owns a company, or are you can listen to me? Well, well, okay. So I, mean, I, I think well, I'm always on this as well. I'm like Jim Ryan. I tell the truth. So I, 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 think, I think what's happening here. Tell the truth. I think what's happening here. The deal, the deal that is between Activision and Sony, like the terms of the deal between Activision and Sony, that we don't have full clarity on, yeah. right? Uh, Massive A is saying that the deal that being put forth by Microsoft is better than the deal that that they have been working under between Sony and Microsoft all this uh, Sony and, and Activision Blizzard all this time, right? Meaning Microsoft is offering to let you keep more of your money or pay less to have the service to have the game on your platform. Now, obviously, to to, to uh, Porter Rock's point. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? Like, and that's and it's in ten years. That is, yeah, yeah to ten years. It doesn't Plus matter. Microsoft. Ten years or it's whatever. Yeah. That's right. You know what I think is hilarious is we knew that from jump, right? Everybody knew that. That's 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 not even a, a term of uh, of uh, of uh, that you have to debate. It's just the fact that he said that in a place where you really should keep. That's that's your inside voice being outside. You you should not have said that. In that, in that, in that frame, it, it feels like that kind of ruined their own case because uh, the regulators are there to be to make it amicable, right? They're there to go, okay, well, you don't like this happening, Sony, but we'll, we're going to make you feel whole as much as possible, so this can either go through or if we see there's a problem, we're going to stop it, right? And Sony has been playing with them, saying, hey, look. We want a deal. Well, they haven't saying we want a deal. They just keep saying, like you're saying, Porter Rock, they just keep saying the deal that we're being offered isn't appropriate, right? Mm -hmm. But the way they say it makes it sound like if you gave us a proper deal, we would take it, and this is not exactly. that. Exactly. I think we're just, I think we're adding stuff where we want to hear. Well, right. because, because Sony themselves because actually made points to the redacted detail, and Microsoft. Yeah. But you got Brad Smith, which is a lot of uh, posturing as well from the media with the yeah, contract yeah. he's holding in his pocket. But they said, mm. like, we're open to discussion. Has Sony sat on the table? They're not even answering calls. Yeah, they're just they sat there. Um, this, right? Exactly. So Jim Ryan's like, I don't want to deal. But to the yeah. developer, to the regulators, they're saying it fails because of this, this, and yeah. this reason. But you're not sat yeah. on there. Let's look at this, right? What's really Sony really want? One, they don't want their competitor to have control. I think that's all, that, that's yeah. number one. They don't yeah, want that's number one. That's the they, two, they don't get to make that determination that's, that's, because that's, they didn't got the no, pockets. You're, yeah, they don't have to make determination, but they you can know. advocate to the. Right? That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to throw sure, stuff. but the advocation has to be no. honest. Yeah, they're throwing as much business honest. I sure, mean, I guess sure, if that's yeah, uh, yeah, hey, you know, yeah. if you want some honesty yeah. in this, hey, I'm not. Well, gonna... no, no, and, and, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not saying honesty in yeah. in the full frame of honesty. I'm saying like you are like it's. I always use a football reference, a soccer reference for those who are, you know. If you if you happen to watch the the game and you see Ronaldo grab his leg, right? It's not it's not hate on Ronaldo for grabbing his leg. It's hey referee, are you seeing him grab his leg? Is it fake or is it real? Exactly. If he gets away with it, he gets that's, away with that's it. That's a great right? point. Right, it's like the yeah. the the acting in sports. It's exactly. up to the ref to sift the exactly. It's up to exactly that's the acting, and that's exactly, and that's, yes, and that's, that's exactly, the acting, and, that, and that's that, exactly. And, and to that's me, what both companies are doing. To me, both companies exactly. are doing with, their ploy. What what Jim Ryan did was grab his leg, and be, when the referee was looking, he went. <laughs> Like, yeah. come on, man. You don't do I mean, that. you could argue like he did a what? stupid move with that. But I think at the end yes. of the day, right, 
it's clear Sony doesn't want Microsoft to have this company. Specifically, right, Call of Duty. Everything of else course. is fine. They don't want them yeah. to own Call of Duty. Number two, uh, uh-huh. they're not going to get what they really want. And the number one thing they really want is marketing rights. Because you could give the illusion yeah, this yeah. is where you want to play PlayStation. And it's not like Sony's been quiet about that. Just recently, mm. I think one of the vice presidents of PlayStation said, hey, we're going to make PlayStation the best place to play third party. So Sony yeah. has not at no point come up with any point of saying, oh, we want gamers to play our games. Mm-mm. Even with their games on PC, they haven't really accepted, yeah, yeah. oh, we want our games everywhere. They haven't. They well, are reluctantly, reluctantly. We want yeah. our games yeah. on yeah. PlayStation, and this is where you're going to want to play. So they have been well, very Jim Ryan did say this, he did yes, say that the, the small console thing is so tiny to be restrained to 20 minutes, whatever, 50 minutes, so tiny. He did say that. He was alluding to the fact that it was dissatisfied that the games would just be on but, PlayStation. No, but on that same yeah. interview, which everybody cuts out, the, uh-huh. the interviewer, because it was game industry, he asked game him industry, how, yeah. how does he plan to get more gamers? And he specifically said he plans to grow the console fan base. That part was cut out in the interview. And I agree with him. So look at that. He said, and he said he's going to try to use other ways to get more people onto console. So at at that point, he was very vague. He didn't mention what these other methods were. But now look at what he's doing. You got The Last of Us as a TV show. That brought in a new audience because they love the TV show. There's like, oh, this is a game. Let me play this game. And it shot up Mm -hmm. to the charts again. Right? Yeah, that so was a good thing. He's saying in the interview he wants to continue to grow the console fan base. That's I'm telling you, that's Sony's thing. They're gonna grow the console fan base. And I would say primarily it's probably because that's where you have the most control. Once you Absolutely. leave your own device, you that's kind true. of lose control. Sure, you can put yourself on PC, but without uh actual home front of your own, you're kind of at the whims of Epic, Steam. PC gamers could do what they want. They can they can pirate your game. You lose a little bit of control. Yeah. I I I am always been in Sony's strategy about. Uh, yes, it's more like kumbaya. But like since in my mm. first appearance on RDX, I said I like Sony's PlayStation's strategy. Even if it's going to PC, you don't know when. So the value proposition of that console has not diminished that much. You you know you really want to play a PlayStation game or exclusive best off getting a PS5 or whatever, yeah. So, and I, I've always been a proponent of that, even though it's not as pro-consumer, though. But in the, in the long run, I think it is. Business, um, yeah. Let me just read these Super Chats, gents, because, uh, uh, and um, thank you, everyone, in chat. Uh, and you know I like to weave in the Super Chat into the conversation. Although this one, <laughs> Gunstar said, <laughs> with a two-pound Super Chat, he goes, Jim Ryan resembles a neglected parsnip. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Once things got heated, you guys didn't notice. There was a... <laughs> Karen, someone's created an account called Jesus Phil Spencer already. Oh. Like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Phil Jesus yeah, like, Spencer. like in Brazil, he just had a yeah. statue on the It's like this. With Phil's face on it. There you go. There's Phil's face on it. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Someone's going to make that meme. Um, blasphemy. Um, face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you again for the $20 super chat. It's very generous, as always. He goes, if ABK goes through, the floodgates will be open for Sony, Amazon, Apple, Tencent to buy their favorite publishers. The floodgates are always open. Uh, or devs. I, I think Embracer Group really started from great. Because if I don't think people notice, Embracer Group have bought a lot of studios. So I think yeah. that was, I think the reason why nobody noticed is because they're multi-plat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when Embracer Group buys or Tencent buys a group, nobody worries. Oh, am I going to get this game? Because they don't have a platform onto themselves, right? At yeah. least not yet. Yeah. Right? Because let's Absolutely. say Embracer Group, if Embracer Group keeps buying, 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 and then one you day you decide, it. hey, we're going to create our own console, 
and all these games are that. I mean, it's, it's, it's far fetched, but it's yeah. something like but they are juggling talent. It, I mean, that's it, absolutely. Because, but is he says face, uh, they, they don't know is that as well. But ultimately, the floodgates were. Everyone feels like this uh, consolidation hinges on this this case, but really, it's just timed with a regulatory mandate that you know they've just had. Like, we're going to contest this, so it's made this big for all. Like, this ABK acquisition is going to set the precedent, and I don't think it does. I really don't. Yes, in the immediacy of things, it's going to be like maybe make it harder slash easier for others because if Microsoft can get away with seventy billion, Sony will find it easier to get away with what it can afford. Uh, so in that sense, yes. But I think the industry was always poised for consolidation happening. We saw it. We saw the Saudis' heavy investment before ABK, and then it just doubled down on it. You've seen Tencent. I mean, they've been people circling around. ABK is Activism Blizzard King. Blizzard King. A, a, by little. An amalgamation yeah. of consolidation from the 90s. Like, it happens yeah. all the time. It's Absolutely. Play, you know. And... And it was also COVID was the, the catalyst for all of this, where people they saw the numbers, the shareholders, investors, whatever, looked at that and are like, all right, well, this is the next paradigm, and along with the metaverse push, which seems to have died now. And now it's all about AI. Um, but Face says, let's see how Xbox fans react to that happening in the industry will change drastically in 10 years. I think there's a lot of concern, not f- a lot of for concern, but a lot of a miss just... Your, well, I don't have a crystal ball, but I don't. I think I industry will be fine. I don't think you have to say the industry is going to die. Uh, I think actually it's going to be healthier. And I'll maybe perhaps make a video on it to put my case forward. But I know it's going to attract a lot of uh, just a lot of contention from all camps. Uh, pro consolidation companies. What are you saying, guys? But. For console gaming or this gaming industry in particular, I think it's okay. I don't, don't think you need to worry about it. Just and Sony buying another publisher will be clarity, which topic opinion. are we on at the moment? <laughs> so this actually the wine, fused the wine is, into the wine is hitting. <laughs> it fused into the ABK. So we were talking here. You were absolutely spot on there. So we were talking about something else there. It just fused into the ABK fiasco. We've kind I, I, of not... I re- don't mind. This isn't a criticism. I just want to make sure because you said earlier on not long ago that you're in favor of consolidation and that's quite an interesting stance so i just don't want to miss it mm. when we get to that one that's mm. all just clarifying you want to clip it <laughs> uh, you want you want a separate topic on consolidation i and want my... to make sure that that gets covered properly because that's quite a bold like position to take well, okay, make so. a, sh- should i make a video on it this week and then next week we can discuss it because no, then you can now. pick I'm a here. Pot. I'm here for it. Don't leave right. me out. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. I, I'll, I'll talk about that. But let me just Coming read these super chats. Uh, okay, fair, fair enough. We have to touch some of these topics. But okay, shouts with the two pound super chat. Thank you, guys. But what if McDonald's acquired Coca Cola? Oh, uh, God. Uh, don't do that here, shouts. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough of that this week. Enough of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Listen, so, like, whole just, videos just, done on this. Hey, listen, listen. Just eat in and out and fight, guys. Forget about everything. <laughs> We'll be all right. <laughs> that uh, analogy. Risk it says with uh, $3 super chat. If any of that were true, they'd have taken the deal. I don't know what you're alluding to there. Sorry, time has passed since um, we were talking about that. So just future proof your uh, super chats. Sorry, we can't read them in, in time because it's hard to weave them in all the time. But apologies. BD with a two pound, a dollar, a two pound super check. Mobile gaming revenue will generate billions. Yes, that's where a big chunk of the pie is as well. That's why. A lot of the focal point on King. on a, for Microsoft is King. 
It's it's a money maker. Risky again with the three dollar super chat because Capcom makes zero sense for PlayStation up against others. We talked about this as well, and you made a good case for Konami. I think that'd be much good. Capcom were healthy now. Before with Street Fighter, they actually needed Sony's money. Sony, you'd say, actually helped bail out bail out Capcom. Uh, and as a result, you've got Monster Hunter World and all these games that are doing well. Resident Evil 4 remake, all the remakes and everything. So it, does, should Sony get some kudos there for money hatting in that as a rare instance where it perhaps benefited the industry? Another thing that that. people don't realize, it wasn't just helping fund Street Fighter V. Sony paid for everything in terms of evil and coordinating Street Fighter V as the main game for evil. Sony paid for oh, all okay. that with ESPN. All of that was done. That's that was probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons why um, Street Fighter Five launched the way it did. Because by the contract with ESPN, the game had to be ready for Evo. Because ESPN had a contract, and there was no way getting out. And th- yeah. so they had to get the game out as fast as possible to the professional fighters, which meant yeah. no single player story, all that stuff. So there was a whole mess. But Sony paid for a lot of that, you know. So to meet your interest in the long run. So, yeah. Interesting little story about how that whole thing happened. But yeah, Capcom was in a little bind. Yeah, it was a bind and Sony helped. And I think if you're a big Capcom fan, you have to give kudos there, even though didn't like the time to exclude. I wasn't a fan of it at the time. But in the long run, you look at that. They One, when they help with development of a game, then already it's like, all right, fine, you back off. But with Capcom in the dire straits that they were in, and particularly now with the U-turn has been... Tremendous. The glow up of Capcom is crazy. So, so Sony should get their, uh, their kudos there. Smart goes 17 with a five pound super chain. To be honest, kids today don't even know about Konami. So that's a waste of money. So Sony buying it is a pipe dream for old school guys. Um, I don't think so. We're all old here. So we don't want to I don't know. say it. You know, gray beard. I mean, look how many people are playing like Resident Evil or stuff like that or whatever, you yeah. know? So, Sometimes, like you mentioned, guys, with the new hardware, you can take an old concept that probably at the time, you know, the developer or, you know, the lead had a bigger vision, but they're limited to what they can do. They could take a game and introduce a whole new audience, you know, yeah. and just make it bigger than what we had. Well, it takes things, I, think, I know it's a weird example, but Zone of Enders, like, that was an amazing game. Vagrant Story is an incredible RPG on PlayStation mm-hmm. 1. Mm-hmm. One of the games that's screaming for a remake because the system PlayStation was underpowered, but it's such an incredible RPG. Uh, if that was remade again, I'm sure the younguns would love it as well. Um, so there is a I disagree with that, but thank you again for the super chat. It's good to have divergent opinions. Detective Seed, thank you for the twenty dollar uh, twenty dollar super chat. It's very generous. And all he says is, "Have a great weekend playing games, guys." I'm enjoying mm, the conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. You. It is, it's, it's a fiery show, as expected. Calvus Alvarado with a $2 super chat. Shout out to Porter Rock, Gaz Asa, a panel. He left out Kayasanti by name. What, Calvus? Love the mix. <laughs> no, but he says the panel, so yeah. Um, risk it for the business. Thank you for the $8 super chat. 10-year parity is a sweetheart deal. PlayStation needs to sit down, shut up, and let adults talk. They are burning a lot wow. of bridges and goodwill this gen. What do you say to that, Port Rock? They're burning uh, a lot of bridges and goodwill uh, this gen. I, listen, I'm not the one getting paid ten million dollars a year, so <laughs> that's on Sony to figure out. You know, now you know if I was a board member, different conversation, but that's for Sony to figure out. I will say this: at least they did get it to the point where it's ten years, because originally it was only three. Yeah, so yeah. They did well, get a win. I mean, we, we we may talk about that later, but but based on what's happening now, they may have overplayed their hand because 
any of their leverage is gone now. Like if, if you, no, I don't think I don't think Microsoft will not take it I'm glad you brought that up because that mm. that's trending on Twitter. Oh, now Microsoft mm. don't have to give them any deal. No, 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 no. no, no. We're not yeah. say, that's not what I'm yeah. saying. That's not oh, what I'm sorry. saying. No. I'm saying like uh, uh, knowing Microsoft who they are. Once they put it out there, it is out there. But literally, and and we're going to start digging into e- a- ABK d- details. Yeah. But basically, they're saying that even partial foreclosure is fair game. So at this point, where you insisted on parity, the 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 regulatory bodies are saying if you want to keep stuff away from them for a certain amount of time, we don't care about. Oh, I can see what you're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a bit of yeah. a difference here. Mm-hmm. A, a yeah. partial foreclosure is fair game, whereas mm-hmm. they were insisting that it needs parity. Yeah, even definitely. the AB, even the the regulatory bodies are saying, yeah, it's good that that, that you're not foreclosing well, on your rivals, but partial well, the CMA. Partial foreclosure is fair game, meaning you can say war zone only. You can say the yeah. campaign comes first. You can yeah. say, well, you don't get these skins anymore or something. Yeah. That is now yeah. fair game, which yeah. wasn't part of the conversation before. That's this cool. is a big deal. You so know, what you're saying is know, that Sony are going to walk up to Brad Sams. They're going to walk up to Brad Sams and say, can we sign that contract that's in your pocket? And he's going to go, exactly. yeah, and he's going to pull out an Olive Garden <laughs> exactly. menu. And this is my point. <laughs> <laughs> this is my point. At this point, it's now you get what you get and you don't get upset because yeah. your leverage is gone now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They'll still give them the 10-year deal because they've said mm-hmm. so. But you waited until the regulatory bodies went, well, we don't think console is a big deal anymore, so throw that out the window. Now you get what you get, and that's it, which is <laughs> kind of a big deal. Right. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays. But I, as far as the ten deal, yeah, there's, I've seen a lot of people like, "Oh, you, you're going to suck." The ten year deal is gone. No, it's not yeah. gone. It, it hinges on the way Microsoft fought this, and from a position of weakness, in my opinion. And that's what I've seen. Uh, I think since they built their strategy, and right now it looks like it's successful with how they're offering ten year deals. I think that was a huge portion of the win. You yeah, know? and yeah. then and then they mentioned Nintendo. These unknown streaming sites I never heard of in Lithuania or whatever. <laughs> but the whole combination gave a better optics of, of Microsoft. Remember we and, talked and about on Blaze? For, for the record, know, yeah. though. A little loss to yeah. gain the win. The you big, know, yeah. and I think that's why Microsoft did a good job of, you know what? Let's give a little so we can gain a whole lot more. But I think that whole optic has to be maintained until yeah. the ink dries. After yeah, that... Quick. <laughs> if you dig into the, the details, if you dig into the details, the reason why you have those unknown things, a lot of them came from the regulators. Mm-hmm. Like the list of yeah. we think these guys potentially could be harmed by your cloud, by your yeah. your your cloud. Yeah, Boostroid was on the list. Ubitus yeah. was on the list. Yeah. So they literally went mm-hmm. down the list and went, okay, well, you get a deal. Bye, bye, you bye, get bye. it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. they so literally they were, just I, went I and did what I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah if, if, you know, uh, some, uh, people better than me, and, and I won't say that loudly because Everborn Saga will hear me say that. Read through <laughs> this thing and dig in detail and go, Everborn oh. reads in it know, a lot. Yes, too yeah, far. Yeah, I'm not reading right? 20,000 pages. I you don't know, get paid for that. <laughs> and realize that they didn't just pull Ubitus out of no. nowhere. It was actually called yeah. out by regulators. And then it went, okay, well, you want you want these people to have a deal? There they go. So they're literally just... That's following a smart move. the orders. You That's know? a smart yeah. move. They're hitting every check in the box saying, all right, this is an issue. Go. Take scratch it, scratch, scratch, scratch. And I think no. that whole encompassing optic is what's helping them out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It has, but I still think it should now, be Now, what would be funny is, because this is what I would do if I was Microsoft. So I'm going to put on my Microsoft fan. I was executive. After the ink dries, I'm going to be like, hey, how much are Booker with this and Booster is worth? Buy them. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he says I can't buy them. Am I lying though? That's actually a good show. Am I That's lying? That's a good show. All these things that have contacts, yeah, we're buying all of it. <laughs> Am I lying? That, hey, that's what be me. I'll be ruthless if I was Microsoft. I'd be like, got it. Now buy all of them. Now yeah, the then, then you network. can't buy nothing ever again, right? If you if you oh, come back to a publisher again, two trillion dollars, baby. Well, you know what that means. Once you come back to the regulators and they go, we saw what you done did. You think you're gonna get another <laughs> you deal? Us again, God damn it. Like, hey. oh, well, God, according to Red Dragon, they'll just buy them off again. Uh, but... buy, I'll, this time, I'll just buy the regulators. How much the regulators worth? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Face twenty three, Brooklyn, New York, with a twenty dollars super chat. He says, "What's stopping Apple from buying Sony if Microsoft gets ABK? Would gamers like that?" Sony is Apple. <laughs> it behaves like it. Nothing would yeah. change. Yeah, I don't think, um, I don't yeah, think Apple I, would be interested in that market. To be no. honest, I don't the gaming market is. I don't, I don't, I don't think spot. gamers not, not like at that, that level. I don't think they're interested yeah. in the triple A console gaming market. Then you wouldn't be buying. If anybody, if anybody were interested in buying Sony, it wouldn't be for the sake of the console space because the console space is yeah. just. If it was valuable enough, then Apple and Amazon yeah. and Google would already be in it. Um, but that doesn't mean that Sony as a company don't have value in gaming if you were to want to take on Microsoft and their vision for the future. Yeah. I think if you I, buy I can Sony, actually see Apple buying Sony you, one day. If, if, I'm not saying that's going to happen Sony, either. If you buy, if you buy like, 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 if Apple want the Sony, I would say it's probably more because of their movie studios and music. Yep. Mm. I would say that would probably be more valuable to them than the console. So I think I it'd think, be a good buy. I think their music, their movies their their integration into cameras right um because the sony lenses is what's on almost every popular camera around the world you know yep. things like that i think that would be more interesting to apple than gaming you know sure yeah. they'll dive in gaming but if they were ever considering sony i think it would be you oh, know yeah. oh we want sony studios we want spider-man apple it's plus well exclusive well, what you're alluding to is entertainment, the entertainment yeah. industry and sony has its uh like like its claws into that quite yeah quite deep there's like some number of years there's a very good legacy there so apple you know yeah. we can joke about it but i can always see i've always said like uh i think when hoggy mentioned it ages ago in a party chat what about apple buying sony could actually happen i'm like yeah i can definitely see that happening uh, and then but, also i don't know how the japanese government would also relate to that yeah because there's also because sony's big into technology they provide a lot of technology to their military to the defense force yeah. So be like, ah, yeah, we can't have Apple own Sony unless you make these concessions, separate the semiconductor from this. That's a whole different. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna shut up because that's yeah, because right. th that's a good point. Like, because a lot of people talk name. about consolidation and Sega being bought by America, uh, Microsoft, and I'm, that international element of that is a bit murky. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that another day. Christian five nine one six with a five dollar super chat. With the U.S. asking for Sony to be investigated for monopolies in Japan, how do you think it will affect its ability to get a Japanese dev slash publisher? I don't think that will happen. It was just a U.S. senator, so I got a bit of the. The news here. So it was during a Senate Finance Committee hearing, and and uh, it was a uh, Cantwell is her name. Uh, she said, "I'm told that Sony controls a monopoly of other international. Uh, sorry, 
I'm told that Sony controls a monopoly of 98% of high end of the high end gaming market. Yet Japan's government has allowed Sony to engage in blatant and anti-competitive conduct through exclusive deals, uh, like third-party deals, and payments to game publishers, establishing games that are amongst the most popular in Japan. So I don't, I don't know, they talk about like Final Fantasy or something like that. Uh, but that's just a U.S. senator putting them on blast. I don't think that has any material or serious impact. On, on Sony at all. This is a so, even if, if it happens, it's very speculative. They will still buy it. Um, and the Japanese dev and publisher, Sony is a Japanese company. Just one region, America, I just don't think it will stop them. Maybe an indication of some resistance in the future if they do go ahead and buy it. There's a lot of uh, geopolitics involved in this deal, by the way. I keep saying it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's not why I said that this deal would go ahead anyway. I cannot see... United States executive level. We talked about this last week, actually. Executive level, they will not like we're to see... We're going to talk see, about it every uh, week, guys. Every freaking week we for the last year. <laughs> He's like, every yeah. damn week. Every damn day. When this deal I, got, man, I can't wait till this deal is done. Just yeah. like, oh, it's getting done. It's that. supposed to for yeah, Acer. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Jenna Hayes with a $5 super chat. Why does that name look so familiar? Uh, is it true that when Boomstick was in the NYPD, he used to oh, place man. stolen Xbox games at the crime scene? <laughs> Just frame something. Wow. That is not cool, sir. <laughs> or ma'am, I should stolen say. Xbox that is games not at cool. the crime scene. <laughs> Shout out to Jenna. Shout out to <laughs> Jenna <cool>. Hayes. <laughs> What is that about? I have no idea what that is. Uh, he, he's the reason why they're wearing body cams. It's because of that. <laughs> <laughs> false, accusations, false accusations of, of having Xbox games. <laughs> oh, what the hell was that, Super Chat? This has been weird. Out of left field, man. That's very strange. <laughs> Finally got up to it. Sal reminds me of a, an adult actress. I think the name is for research purposes. I'll find out on Google. Okay. And then she says that. <laughs> a couple of hours of research. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of hours, maybe two minutes. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, because uh, we went straight to ABK without, there were some topics before that. Um, uh, Asa, do you really want to talk about my consolidation point and why I think it's good? Is that going to be good viewing? Should I make a video? Be, I'm okay. interested because I'll be honest. I think you're the first gamer that actually in total yeah. Good. is pro uh, consolidation. I don't think I ever heard to to your to the way you said it. Like I know some uh, people uh, are kind of dibbly dabbling it, but you seem certain. Like, make a case, is, man. Make a case. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, interested in hearing your case. So uh, it's coming in my perfect. video. Oh, I had a really good perfect. video and a good track for this building up because I always build my videos with the music I hear first. So I've got the folder there with the music, but oh, it doesn't matter. I want her. So in my video and my view, really why this is a good deal. When we had the PlayStation 1 and Nintendo generation, there wasn't that much overlap in terms of multi-plats. Multi-plat, this concept of a multi-plat became really a thing in the 360 PS3 gen. Yes. And the industry had this identity. Each platform holder had its identity there. And I think that identity got diluted when we accepted multi-platforms as just becoming default. And the 360, the 360 gen, I think the console started to lose that identity. And now you're getting all these multi-platform games. So in the future, when you have a consolidated, in my view, a consolidated industry, you'll have 
for instance, what does that mean? In practically, you've got Sony that has these studios, Capcom, say Konami, and whatnot. That's a defined vision and a defined platform that's got its own games. PlayStation now has an identity. It's not relying on third-party games all the time. What is Xbox? Xbox has Western RPG hold. It's got its first-person shooters with Bethesda. It's got its own identity. Nintendo literally has its own identity. It's running in its own space. It doesn't rely on multiplats. So as far as the gaming industry is concerned, I could definitely see an, a, an outlook, an industry where the PlayStation has its own identity. Xbox has its own identity. They have, a, as a result of consolidation, you have all these games appearing with, on these platforms alone. Yes, fair enough, you may not get to play multi-plats, barring of some who are not consolidated, but you'll have defined, defined identities in, in a broad market, and I cannot see why that's hurting someone. So if Sony has all these... Yeah, go absolutely. So games themselves and people making games, there will always be competition in that space because people have finite time and finite money. So there will always be competition absolutely. amongst developers and publishers to make the best games that they can that are going to get those people's time. If the, yep. like, the alternate reality where you don't go towards consolidation and instead you go towards like a proper flat sheet of people making games across the board, multi-platform everywhere, then Sony, mm. Nintendo and Microsoft would have to deliver better hardware at better prices with better services. And that would be the competition at that point. Is that not better than having to buy all the consoles because you want to play Western games on Xbox and Zelda on Nintendo and Last of Us on PlayStation well, or whatever? But that, so that's a good point. But what my consolidated vision doesn't actually necessarily negate the drive to get competition just because you've got these studios that develop these kind of games. Microsoft now is looking at because the industry is fluid. You can't just sit. So in one in one generation, what all of a sudden third person shooters are going to be a thing, like first person shooters are. So what does that mean? Microsoft says, "Oh no, we can't do that because we don't have." what, a studio that does it? So we have, we use our talent pool to develop that. So it doesn't hinder competition. That doesn't mean that you've got consolidated industry with these talented studios, fixed fixed studios, it means that it's a stop doing that. They have their identity. They're still driven by competition because of supply and demand. It goes back to what Strauss Zelnick says uh, of Take-Two. He says he doesn't see consolidation as a problem. The gamers will ultimately go where the quality is at. So if you're if that's what gamers want, whatever gamers want, the, the industry will deliver it. And I think just having these fixed identities at the at now fixed talent, everyone knows what these things represent. It was fine in the PlayStation One gen. It was fine in the PlayStation Two generation, and it can absolutely be fine in the future. I just find this whole mid. I don't, I've never been a proponent of because on on the inverse of that is what you said a flat page. Every, everything is everywhere. And it's like, some people are like, oh, we want a single console future. And to me, that is not one that would, that will be a competition on a micro level amongst studios, which will still be, I guess, okay. But I'd much rather have these defined visions for the defined parameters, fixed talents, fixed studios like that. And oh. I can see it because we had a history of that. Do you remember like, so, the yeah, Xbox One and PlayStation? I'll let you catch in one second though, just, yeah, just no, really please, briefly, because yeah, yeah. the, the PlayStation yeah, yeah, no, 4 please. and the Xbox One generation, that mm -hmm. hardware was really, really underwhelming, and they they set their comp they set their stores up on exclusives instead, and they gave us terrible hardware. Would would you not see that being the future if they've got an exclusive catalog as their like 
we're consolidated. You need to come here if you want to play our, our massive catalogue and multi-platforms are, are less of a thing now. Will we not just get terrible hardware at terrible prices? Or I, I don't follow the, the hardware PowerPoint. Sorry, can you repeat that? The, it, if in, in a world where the games are multi-platform and everything is not, you're not drawn into it's not a realistic world by is. the way there will be exclusives Azer, and we're going to be drawn to platform. hitting my point he's just partially Look, my point go so for let it. me let me you hit your point. Hit i don't want to take point. it so, okay. so let me let me let me um let me holistically but i'm gonna use another industry i'm gonna use the phone industry so in the early 2000s when cell phone boom there was a whole <laughs> bunch of cell phone companies in america just everywhere you had so many choices right so yeah. when one service is not when one service is not up to par, you can easily transfer for another one. Little by little, the phone companies kept buying each other out. Yeah. Literally, in America right now, the three main companies is T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon. You got Spectrum. You got little parts. But for the most part, in America, you're either T-Mobile, AT&T, or Verizon. Those are the primary. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm in T-Mobile. I don't really like T-Mobile. But AT&T and Verizon ain't really doing anything to make me leave T-Mobile. What's happening is as you consolidate powers, you have less, you actually have less and less competition, but you still have this huge space. In my opinion, these companies learn to not really fight each other. They're kind of happy with the way things are because where you're going to go. Yeah. Mm, you have, no you choice. have like three choices. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have incentive to be like, gas, I got to have you. You're either going to pick yeah. PlayStation, you're either going to pick Microsoft, Nintendo. You don't like what while, doing. while I agree with you, Porter, and, and you're absolutely and, and, right, I will take, I will push back on your point a little bit. The, comparing the phone companies, I completely agree with you. Living in the States, ISPs is a whole thing. They even have a thing where, like, regionally, they will agree to stay out of a region so somebody else ISPs, can have. ISPs, like, that, yeah. Absolutely. So, internet certified, there's yeah. literally places, like, let's say yeah. if I buy a home. Where right? you have one you choice, yes. You buy a home and you go with your builder and be like, yeah, I want Verizon. No, no, only time yeah. Warner service here. Yeah. Like, you literally but, can pay for your home and you cannot but, actually pick. What I'll push back on you a little bit on that, though. Yeah. Well, I'll push back on you, and I kind of agree with Gaz, uh, his ultimate point, but not the the not the the reasons. My reason for it is the difference in gaming is it's been dynamic and it's been part of the gaming industry for a long time. Most people just haven't been paying attention. Part of the 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 creators, the auteurs, the the people who come and they make studios is they make studios. It gets to a, to a critical mass. A first party buys them. They go make a new studio. That has happened many, 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 many times. And it hasn't changed now. Uh, Activision Blizzard we're talking about is an amalgamation of many different studios. Square and Enix, I remember when Square was just Square. It happens all the time. The, in the world where consolidation, in the cyclical consolidation allows to happen, the new champions show up and it gives room for them to breathe. Places like mm -hmm. Annapurna. I hear Annapurna Games now. I know it's it's a it's a banger because that's what they do now. They've been allowed to breathe. There's more room for them to shine. Places like D Devolver Digital. In a world where all these players are still there, Devolver Digital doesn't breathe. Now Devolver is becoming a bigger player in the space. There may come a time where Devolver gets sold to a first party, but then at that at that point, another crazy studio. What, what did we hear? Uh, the the the, the uh, some of the original creators uh, of Playground moved on to start another studio. That is part mm -hmm. of the cyclical nature of it, right? It's now, if be that were to happen where it became like the phone companies, where then they, they left the space and then left more space and then you lose choice, I'm 100% with you, 100%. But so far, every time we've gone through this cyclical thing where more people gobble things up, there there is a space in the market that others then grow into. 
You know what I mean? So I, I kind of feel like gaming is a bit different when it comes to that. But we shall see how it goes with this. This is the latest round of big consolidation. But as so far, you know, historically, as more pe- more of the bigger players get bought up, look at THQ, right? THQ used to run this game, and then THQ became yeah. nothing and got bought up. And now they're basically Embracer Group, right? Because most of THQ is Embracer Group at this point. It always leaves room, and because gaming is dynamic, there's always a new player ready to then come and shine. And because there's space there, they are now the big dogs, right? The, the Devolver and and and, and uh, Annapurna being a big example of that. So I agree it with is- you guys that, that consolidation tends to be bad. But in the gaming space specifically, it seemed to be that they're a little different. Like because of the dynamic nature, because there's so many people wanting to get into gaming, development side and all of that, it tends to open up the door for others to then be able to come and, and, and shine as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I don't really I, hate it as much as others do. But I Conceptually right now- as an idea, I'm, I'm a proponent for consolidation because I can see my, in my vision of how things would pan out and how consumer behavior is like in the gaming space and echoing a lot of Strauss Zonic's points from take two CEO that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ultimately this game's this this industry is so driven by competition but then there's a lot of nuance there because the AAA space to my in my opinion is so bereft of any creativity I think that it's all in the indies it's all in the the indies and the double A space and I think you I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. I was saying more on Gazer's point about because I don't think Embracer Group. Gazer, Gaz or Acer? Gazer. Hey, join us. I don't think think Embracer Group. Just consolidated you two. See what he just said? (laughs) (laughs) Consolidated. (laughs) See, this is what happens when you consolidate. There you go. (laughs) But listening to what Gaz said about, you know, unique lanes, like Embracer Group, I don't see that as. Because even though Embracer Group consolidated a lot of developers, they're yeah. still multi-plat. So, so you're st- so really, it's just still multi-plat games just under one banner. But the end yeah. result, the user, you can still play it anywhere. What yeah. what I'm listening to, what Gaz is talking about, is unique lanes like Sony Lane, Microsoft Lane, yeah. Nintendo Lane, maybe yeah. one more competitor, and they're distinct lanes across the board. You have to pick a lane to play a game. Period mm-hmm. across the board, mm-hmm. right? There's no mm-hmm. more a blending of while well, I got this console i don't have to you know in those well, specific lanes that, yeah, yeah in those specific lanes if the lanes were to be created that way because of less competition i i think let's say if it let's say if it really comes down to nintendo microsoft Sony, let's say we live in a yeah, world three you gotta you gotta either pick a nintendo product a microsoft product or sony product and whatever product you pick those games are exclusive to those lanes for the identity's sake i think in mm-hmm. that world sony nintendo microsoft would just be comfortable the way T-Mobile, yeah. Verizon. That's a distinct and, and drink. They'll really just be comfortable out. because it's like, yeah. you're ultimately, you're going to go where you're going to go anyway. So they're not going to yeah. put the extra effort to really put all this extra billions of dollars in campaigning. And yeah. that's, in There's my a, opinion, I, yeah. I think Spectrum, AT&T, Verizon, all these companies, they got lazy because yeah, they realized where else you're going to go. Yeah. So I don't yep. need to put all this effort. You're, you're yeah. gonna go. Where you're gonna go, and you're gonna stay there. You know, and I don't. That, see that, that. that is definitely the yeah, distinct. One more point. Before the 360, you are correct. There was those lanes, but if you remember, there was only one winner. There was never before 360. 360 PS3 was the first gen where you can normally say there was a good balance. 80 million 360, 80 million PS3. We sold 100 million before Would that. You say it the was PlayStation a, One and Nintendo 64 generation was, was one of the best. 
It was a slaughter though. Yeah, 100 million to 34 million? Not that many people owned N64. Yeah, but in terms of in terms of the outlook of how the industry of, health yes, was, but most was people didn't one own of the best N64. Most people didn't, and Nintendo was on a downward trend during mm. that point. But, they kept but, selling but, consoles year gen over gen. They were selling less consoles. They were selling less games. GameCube was critical mass for them. That's, that's the reason why they created with industry health. I think that was a very healthy time for the industry. Not Obviously, Sony... it wasn't. And, and by the way, guys, one, 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 uh, one thing to put into the mix, though, back in you look at those days as great old days. Those yeah. days were all consolidated. The reason why those lanes were established is because they had different hardware. They could not interoperate. We are now in x86. World. Oh, yeah. We're not That's going the reason back, why. Right? Well, I've just always not found that as an interesting. Yeah. So, so the so a lot of people now. found that. Yeah, as back, the best, back then, the best there was uh, the back then there was the uh, oh. feeling of all right, who's selling the most, and then they'd be like, all right, ride that wave. Yeah, because that's that's how third party was. They supported the number one selling console, and every other console didn't do so well. So if you remember, there was clear winners during those generations. You know, the 360 PS3, the whole dynamic with that relation changed everything. That's when the first time developers like, you know what? Everybody banked on the PS3 until they actually unveiled it. And they're like, holy cow, like, what do we do? Like, yeah. who do we rely on? Nintendo went on their own lane, so they couldn't even rely on the Wii because it was too underpowered. You got the Xbox 360, but that was like, I mean, oh, yeah, doing good. Yeah. So developers like, you know what? We're just going to put our games as much as we can for us to survive. And they realized that was a better thing yeah. for them. So I kind of get what you're saying with unique identities, but I think of, I, I, the way I see it, third party, let third party be third party. Let first party grow first party, and I think that balance will overall be better for us. Let I, third I, party I, do third party I, things. Let first party do third party things. Let's not try to absorb. That's why I'm kind of against with the Capcom. Let Capcom mm -hmm. do Capcom. It's fine. Let Capcom do Capcom. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be yeah, fine. Yeah, well, Capcom. Yeah, you know. Let, I, I let take, I'll take that Capcom. point on board. Let EA do uh, EA. Create. Get the smaller developers. Build your first party. I'm fine with ABKD. I get it. You know, I, I, I'm not trying to, I didn't, I, in fact, I don't bash for any company, right? But yeah. I don't agree with Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony just straight out absorbing everything. Let the third party, successful third absorbing. parties do well, yeah. build your own stuff, maybe get the smaller studios. The balance of third party and first party, I think, is better for us. I think it's a better when, balance. When I say two, consolidation, two I don't mean mass, that's it, done. The whole industry is <laughs> consolidated. I think when I say consolidation, I mean... Like at the moment, to enhance the identities of all three a little bit more. It's not like this you, you, total future where it happens, but there are pitfalls. You mentioned a good point player choice, crossplay. I'm a big proponent of crossplay. What happens with crossplay? Uh, because that, that, that wouldn't really work. But what I'm saying is, like, generally, I, I kind of want, I want Sony to buy another publisher. Because I think that will enhance competition in the short term. Like not this like crazy utopian future where everyone's just like three tracks. I think that a little bit of consolidation will help to enhance competition. Because now some now Sony has to build an yeah. FPS that really worth it. They're off. doing now, that, right? They bought Bungie yeah. in order yeah. to enhance enhance their multiplayer output. So they're doing that, right? Exactly. Like consolidation yeah. is actually helping PlayStation gamers now. If yeah. they want a good FPS, now Bungie's on talent. They're gonna go help other studios within uh, Sony's first party stable. Can you imagine this? I said it on your show, and I think I said it on Blaze's show of. Last of Us factions, watch out for that. Like, yeah. push that stuff. I want them to come out of their comfort zone. This consolidation can enhance competition. And it, mm -hmm. and that's what generally my point is. 
So I don't think it's that crazy, but no one really wants to say the C word in a positive light. Uh, and but whereas I, I, I am actually quite for it, um, even as a concept, which people will be resistant to, even on the Xbox camp, which I understand. Um, but yeah, it was a good conversation on that. Um, risky with a eight dollar super check because I'm completely against consolidating unless there's a clear benefit to the industry that outweigh, outweighs the negatives. Gob gobbling up studios is bad for creativity, so that means you're just bad, you're against consolidation for flat. That means what Microsoft is doing, you're, you're saying is bad yeah. for creativity. Yeah. I, I push back a bit well, on he, that a little bit. He did it's say true. if there's a benefit, so I'm assuming Game Pass. Yeah. So there's a balance for that. So. Well, well, yeah, let's, I mean, let's, let's even keep Game Pass out of it, right? Let, let's keep Game Pass out of it. The create bad for creativity part, I disagree with because if, like you were saying, yeah. Rock, if Ninja Theory released their last game without Microsoft, they'd mm -hmm. not be, be existing anymore. They were yeah. allowed to have that creative outlet, whether it was successful or not, and now they're allowed to make Senua Part 2. You know what I mean? So, you know, in certain instances, yeah. they're allowed to be creative. And, and yes, Game Pass is, is a factor in the equation, of course. But yeah. if you have a situation, it's not all things to all people, but if you have a situation where you are allowed to be creative and still like, for instance, uh, what do you call it? The, the studio that's known for making horror games coming out with Hi-Fi Rush, that usually doesn't happen in a non-consolidated yeah, Tango game work in a non-consolidated world. You know, it, it's it's a risk to to let them do something that's out of their comfort zone. But if you're yeah. in a, in a place where you have the backing of some a, a bigger fish, if it were as it were, or more money to do more, take more risks. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's not always the case, but I do take his point. Yeah, it's a broad statement, but yeah, like th there's detail to it. And then we've seen it potentially with Ninja Theory. We're already seeing them really taking, reaping the benefits of the additional, uh, you know, the blanket security blanket that's offered as a result of consolidation. J Pro with the five pound super check goes consolidation in the cloud space is a bigger problem, which is one of the uh, concerns of the regulators. Uh, but it's such an early, young market. I, I don't know I'm what to say honest, on uh, I'm not big on the cloud market. Like I just don't. I don't yeah. Maybe I'm way behind. But the 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 thing is, I think there's always going to be a space for hardware as a primary mechanism because mm -hmm. the advancement of generational gaming is the advancement of the technology behind it, right? Yeah. So let's say a PlayStation Six trying to play it over the cloud. How much bandwidth? And I think people don't realize for the internet service provider, their their main thing is not what the gaming industry, they really don't care. They could care less about that. If anything, they're absorbing too much data. Mm. That's why they try to either come up with a gamer plan or something, right? If you look at the IT industry or the ISP industry, they're gonna do a big push, especially when you get the, you know, the Wi-Fi six generation, Wi-Fi seven generation, they want to decable house and put a box. And that's how you get mm -hmm. internet in your home, right? You already yeah. seen like T-Mobile doing it. Like they got a hotspot, um, Spectrum, either Spectrum or well, Comcast. They that, now that's, have a that's all because of the version. Of the well, uh, not to get too techy, I do. That's that's yeah. because of the, the the technology that's coming in. The five uh, G fake stuff they keep throwing yeah, at you. That's not real. The millimeter wave 5G is the actual real deal, but in order for that technology to do it, they, it it's very short range. So you, in order to get actual real 5G, yeah, they need the, they need the actual tiny, tiny little boxes yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so, right? so it so does. That, it's not that one tower that brought 
broadcasts oh, yeah, yeah. everywhere like, like it used to. So that's why they're going, well, we're not going to be able to provide everybody a tower, so now everybody has to get this little box for this neighborhood, yeah. another little box for another neighborhood. It's because uh. they're prepping for that 5G millimeter wave. you know. Yeah, so with that, right, that's what the internet industry is pushing. But that type of industry mm-hmm. is not very good for high-performance games. True. Because you don't True. have the bandwidth. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. are you willing to play a PlayStation Six over the cloud, but it looks more like a PS4? No. You want the mm. bells and whistles. You want all that stuff. And the true way to get that is through hardware. Actual GPU, CPU processing will get you the graphics. I that suspect you want. you'll change your mind yeah. in maybe four or five years because okay. the millimeter wave 5G mm. is like. It rivals the connection you have in your house, but only if you stand in a certain place right now with your phone. And of course, the battery turns to zero in five, zero to five seconds. But as the technology matures, they have bandwidth for days. It's really, really performant. It's just very early days right now. Mm. You know, for me, the whole the whole cloud thing. It's like I always say this whenever anybody brings up the cloud. I will never watch The Matrix without pl- putting in a 4K Blu-ray disc. But you'll watch it on Netflix, and that's your choice. That's fine, right? I recently discovered how bad you, 4K streaming you know. is compared to the Ultra oh, DVD yeah. on Blu-ray. I that's just right. found out no, last now week. Keep in mind, yeah. Now keep in mind, that's just visual. Gaming yeah. is a little bit more is, active. Is the, the latency yeah. and is all of that. That's right. That's now right. Imagine, yeah. imagine, guys, you're playing Elden Ring, so not only is your RB button not working, but you got this <laughs> latency. You're just going to yeah. have a miserable time. because. See, I'm, yeah. let, let me be clear. I'm yeah. a little self-serving because, like Asa, I think that VR is the future, and when Millimeter Wave is the, <laughs> the, 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 the level of, of, of the ground that Internet is on, then you'll see games that are just beamed to your, your headset and you'll have no latency because the connect the bandwidth is just that big. It's miles compared to where we are now. And and some of the few countries that have it, it is night and day difference. Your phone connection can be your home connection and you'll never notice. Like it's it's gigabit down on your phone when it works. Hmm. Right now it's just very <laughs> very early days. <laughs> It's very early days, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in four, five, maybe six years, when, you know, hopefully, specifically spoken with about America, when they get their heads out of their asses and, and actually do what's right for the country rather than politics, maybe yeah, you'll see that. that and it'll convince you. But <laughs> right now, your historical evidence says it's not going to happen and there's nobody, nobody the worst, can yeah. fault you for thinking that. You know? Yeah, America's <laughs> the worst for advancement in speed. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's incredible how... how you know, when Same I was here. in Europe, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, in the UK, it's just like, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got, I've got crap speed. I'm like, I'm, what? I'm not in London. Like, Why have it's not got yeah, one gigabit? You're in You expect me to play a game on this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Podcast. What the hell's it's going on? It's stupid. <laughs> uh, my name is Mud. Thank you for the six dollar super. She goes, PlayStation Three would have dominated the 360 had Sony not screwed up the launch so bad. It was speculative, but perhaps yes, because a lot of the pundits, industry pundits, were expecting a landslide w- victory, but that one year. Head start really did. did also, the hardware differences was also a problem. But the game really hardware differences hard on the hardware and online getting, getting Gears of War as an Gears says, of War that was huge. and online as well. You can't downplay how important online. Yeah. online. yeah, online party chatting people started. Yeah, achievements was huge, which is now a default standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that it's speculative, but Sony would have definitely. Had a much better position at a launch at the same time. That I think they wouldn't have embarrassed themselves as much. We wouldn't have. Yeah. Been, we wouldn't have the memes that we had. Yeah, you wouldn't have the memes. <laughs> yeah, definitely wouldn't. The memes were <laughs> funny. 
Uh, Sora Grot with a five pound super chat. Thank you, man. He goes, We complained about tapes and LPs going away. Cloud will happen, people. Looking forward into the industry. I, I, I think there'll always be, I agree with you, uh, Port Rock. I think there'll always be a space for uh, physical yeah. hardware. Uh, and even the execs have said that much. But when Cloud, when we start talking about us lot, talking about playing Cloud in a serious manner for in a natural extension of our gaming, then we'll have that conversation seriously. I don't think that's happened yet. I don't think we're yeah, really right now. It's about... more scientific experiments, if nothing else. I yeah. dabble, yeah. but that's yeah. not where you really want to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like gaming, yeah. you could say there's a casual side to gaming, but I don't think it's as casual as movie and music. I think movie yeah. music is as casual. Sure. It's like the sure. It's like yes. the most casual. Like you literally put on a movie just to fall asleep. Yeah. Because they, their bandwidth that needs yeah. uh, have been met, so you're good now. Even yeah. though, like yeah. you're saying, uh, uh, guys, it's it, it's surprising to see how much bandwidth is lost when you watch a 4K thing. Mm -hmm. If if you haven't watched a real Blu-ray in a while, but mm -hmm. people are so used to it now that it's just convenient. You're, you're fine. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Eventually, yeah. we may get there with gaming. Nowhere near now. Nowhere close. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's come to my come to my attention. We haven't actually. <laughs> You're gonna hate me, Asa. Touched on the CMA topic. We, oh we actually tuck it on it. You think we didn't? We didn't even talk about the fact that the CMA has mm -hmm. reversed its position. What does that mm. mean for this we deal? About that? Like, no, oh, we talked God. about it generally because it's such a big pervasive <laughs> thing. We're like, it's happening. Don't but worry. It this is like a 30 just... second topic. There's so little to say. Go on. Bang, bang, bang. Let's go. <laughs> Yes, but right. let's go. Okay, so the CMA's reversed its position now. Now it says, as far as console ga gaming is concerned, it has received significant evidence in response to its original provisional findings. That have considered that having considered this evidence, doesn't think that the transaction will substantially hinder competition as far as console gaming is concerned. There's still this nascent cloud market argument, which uh, it, let's be real it's not really going to hinder them. Um, Asa, you know, you love this topic, yeah? But you at one point were like, ooh, Gaz, what's this? You know, when the whole issue with the, you know, uh, behavioral remedies and structural ones, and you're like, mm, this sounds like they're going this way, but they've done a U-turn. And I did say, look, there's nothing crazy about it. I expected them to say that. But divestment was never going to be seriously on the cards. That wasn't I really a question, was it? You just kind yeah, of I said some things. Like, it doesn't have to be a question. You have to just leave. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. No, I was, I was, I was waiting for the rest because like, I never know when you're going to stop. Um, <laughs> like, the, the conclusion that they came to this week is that there's, there's not like a, a significant lessening of competition in the console space that they need to be worried about, which I think we could have told them like a year ago. Like, by the numbers, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Everyone expected that. Microsoft aren't suddenly going to have a dominant position in the console space regardless of Call of Duty and Activision Blizzard King. They have said specifically that the cloud thing is still, that's what we're waiting on their verdict on on the 25th. I still think that'll be a little bit thorny because um, for two reasons. One of them is that Microsoft have in their, I'm assuming in their own internal documents, identified that as a very big space. And we don't know that. We were just talking a minute ago about where streaming is going and where services are going and what kind of players will play them. And it is very much an open question and a nascent market that needs protecting but the cma have also previously identified a group of gamers that um that they were specifically concerned about which is people that can't afford consoles and whether the mm -hmm. future outlook is going to be like a good space for for those people and it's a weird one because at the moment that's there's not a space for those people right it's not a market that exists yeah. but if the cloud were to come into fruition and become this like we're going to 
be for two billion gamers or whatever they say, then suddenly that would be a relevant market. I think I don't think it's going to get blocked by any stretch on this, but I do think it is still a little bit thorny and it's going to take some working out. Um, that's it. That's I, all I got on that. I don't think I don't, I don't think that will be thorny at all. Uh, and I think even what if can it they wasn't, do to address it though. I mean, I think they've done because it's so speculative. Like it's crystal ball stuff. It's like when mm. will that happen, and does it all hinge on ABK? Does it like that cloud market without this console, with this consolidation, substantially impact this speculative market that hasn't reared its head? And I think they'll find it hard. Like the steps that Microsoft have taken are pretty much enough. I didn't know until today when Kiyosanti mentioned the fact that these were the their partnerships of these cloud providers were ones that were in the list of uh you know ones that yeah. the regulators mentioned but i think that's an easy argument i think and i think the significance of the cma now in my opinion basically accepting it, it for me it's it's it's, a, it's almost obviously we haven't had a decision who knows can throw a curveball at us i'm just guessing here but I don't think it'll be a problem. For to me, it seems like the CMA have approved the deal, and I think that will have a, a, a tremendous impact actually on the the whole deal. The effect of that, they will send a shockwave to the European Commission because they, they will be keeping an eye on it. I think they've already relented on the console space anyway argument, and the FTC is being its strange position as it is <laughs> it's in a state of turmoil with uh its internal constituents with F with lena khan they're desperate for more funding i just cannot see them she she this is a lot and then this may sound like me romanticizing the issue but with lena khan heading it most of the senior lawyers they have left the, that ftc organization is not doing that well with the geopolitics of it all microsoft and the the leverage it's had in things like AI and the, what's happening with Tencent in China and other regions, it's going to get passed. I think it will pass, It will go through this summer, like June, July, which will be quite impressive, um, in my opinion, because then it goes exactly where Microsoft said they expect the deal to be done. Unlike bloody special Nick from Xbox era thought it was going to happen last summer. What the <laughs> What the uh, so shout out to special Nick. <laughs> um, but that was a bit silly. But the deal was going to go through. Um, I think this is it. This is the beginning of that momentum, that push. Uh, but who knows? Like you say, maybe a little bit thorny. But I don't think it will be. I, I cannot see what uh, how this would. What frustrates me? This is like this posturing. It really was a posturing of the CMA, and a lot of people. Oh, CMA picked the right things. But it really felt like we could have arrived at this conclusion a long time ago. Obviously, as a result of all this pressure, Microsoft has made moves to assuage fears and strike up deals with Nintendo and NVIDIA, arguably, which wouldn't have uh, had it. The regulators not done that. Um, but it's happening now. This is it. This is the beginning of the end for me uh, of this topic. We can see a deadline. And to me, I'm guessing June, July. But um, and that's it, really. I, gents, I don't know if you want to talk about it. Well, okay, Sati, I know you want to talk about it. You swim the source about this all the time. <laughs> no, no. I actually, I agree with, with all your points. Uh, the only thing that I will add to that, that conversation is it is interesting that when they, when they took 
the console gaming off the, the table they did say the reason why they're taking console gaming off the table specifically with cod is they the uh, microsoft has proven enough that it is not advantageous for them to foreclose their rivals in that which is a difference in statement than they did with with bethesda because bethesda it was even if you foreclose we don't care that won't move the needle right mm-hmm. so they can then be case by case on that right but yeah. In saying what they've said here, it means that that statement alone means that there will be a version. What, what version? We don't know, but there will be a version of COD on all of these platforms forever. Because the minute you take it off and say, now we're case by casing it, now you're going against what they said, which is it's not advantageous for you to take it off of your rivals. Right. Yeah. It's not that it won't move the needle. It will move the needle. They have agreed to that. But you have said that it's not advantageous for you and they're agreeing with you, which means there always has to be a version on other platforms. So even though the idea of, because I heard somebody, I forget who said it, but somebody was like, you know, the idea that it's not advantageous for them to do it. Have you not met Microsoft? They can eat costs like anybody else, like nobody's business. They can eat the Call of Duty cost if they needed to, because they have that forward vision and they are a two, sometimes $3 trillion company, right? But because the regulators have said that, right, now you must adhere to it and that's super interesting, meaning maybe they can make the case of, oh, well, uh, all the money comes from Warzone, so that's what's going to stay on. We, that'll be an interesting conversation mm-hmm. to have at that point. But it is interesting that, they, that they've done that now as far as you know, removing removing uh, both CMA and UK uh, and EU have, uh, uh, have removed uh, um, uh, console element as a point of concern, right? Yeah. Now, as far as the cloud stuff, from what I'm seeing, it could be a, a matter of timing. A lot of the stuff we see seems to ha- coming hot and hot and hot and heavy. You know, you get a cloud, you get a cloud, you know, <laughs> you get game on cloud. daily cloud, you know, everybody <laughs> got a cloud, right? But it, but they didn't take any of that, any of the, those things into determination when they revised this. They were still busy talking about the c- console space. Maybe so perhaps it's because they haven't come to tackle that yet because the console exactly. Thing- yeah. Exactly. And that's the reason why I'm I'm within your camp, uh, Gaz, that this thing's all done, because they're basically what, what Microsoft seemingly is doing is putting pieces in place to answer your questions before you even ask them. Because after yeah. they're done here, then they'll go to that cloud piece. Oh, and by the way, see that list you gave us? Yeah, they all have a deal now. Right. Yeah. The only thing yeah. probably that maybe a clincher is Amazon just suspiciously announced that they're they're now in the UK since last week. So maybe that's the, na- the last shoe to drop, and they get a deal as well. But Asa didn't you couldn't find Call of Duty on Luna this week. Yeah, yeah, it, it's gone. It's gone. I saw your tweet there. <laughs> so, you know, every time you think there's going to be a sticking point, Microsoft is there to already. Pro- oh well, we've already addressed that. I don't think the CMA and the EU, the commission in general, have, a, have are paying attention to it as much as we are. They get to it later, right? They're yeah. still on consoles. So by the time they get to cloud, these things are already in place. What else you got? It's a wrap, as they say. Yeah. It's a wrap, as <laughs> Marlon Gaming meme. Nation would say. It's yeah. a wrap. So, yeah, you know? I mean, uh, so, unless... Yeah. It is. Uh, Portrock, do you have anything to add? I know it's not exciting. Yeah, so I know some gamers are wondering why the CMA took long, whatever. So I'm just, not to insult anybody's intelligence, but what's what's 1% of 2.1 million? 2.1 million. What's 1%? 201,000? 21,000. Who here has read 21,000 documents pertaining to this deal? 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's nobody. Mate, I love so, this that, deal. That, I read that many. Really. I read every single one of them. No, no, listen. Yeah. So the reason why I came up with the two point one million because at one point Microsoft said they provided two point one million documents. Million to FTC. Documents. That's just yes, Microsoft. Yes. Never mind yeah. what Sony has done or the third yeah. party. The point I'm trying to make is we already knew the answer, yet yeah. we haven't even read. But the yacht turns slowly. Yes. Yeah, we have not even read one percent mm. of the information they have. Yeah. Right. So the reason why CMA's taking long or whatever. They literally have millions and millions of documents. They have teams. Yeah. They have lawyers. They have yeah. people with master's degrees, and they are siphoning. So it's easy for us to say, "Oh yeah, we could have figured this out in five minutes." It's not so easy for them. No, but they, first of all, they, 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 they in addition to the fact they, that they, they in, in, in yeah. addition to the fact that they also have no idea what the console space and the gaming space is in general, right? So they have to sift through all that. Uh, wasn't there a conversation that, that one of the CEOs brought consoles to Brussels to show them this is yeah. this, this is that? It's a combination. They, they have to be space. talked to. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes But a they while. are actually literally going through real data, yeah. which, and I know I see Gaz's face, but Gaz, if you haven't read at least 21,000 documents, you have not even touched a percentage of what they have to go through. Yeah, but my my counter to that is uh, Paul Troy. They, <laughs> they they took a they took a position without having the time. If you're saying that they needed to spend time to read, how was it? Two hundred? How many thousand documents? Well, well, I said, look, they took a position of concern, not the two point one million. Right? Yeah. That was the yeah, document. at least right. But, they took a position. So perhaps of concern, but. They they took a position. They didn't make a notice. They took a position. There's a difference between taking a position, provisional findings, and, and, ta and take a decision. They mm. just said this is our concern. Everybody pushed the documents. They said, okay, give us time to read it, to read it, to read it. And specifically to this, they specifically said that. Um, and I read an article from Investopedia says, however, the CMA indicated on March 24th, after receiving new evidence, it determined that it would not be commercially beneficial to Microsoft to make COD exclusive to Xbox. Right. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, they said, hey, we have these concerns, but with evidence, information, people reading, you got to give people yeah. time to read millions of documents. They'd be like, you know what? After these information we received, now this is our position. That's all it was. Yeah. But a lot of people were so in a rush, they wanted the CMA or EU to make a decision now. And the people who said, make a decision right. now, you didn't even read a fraction of the percentage of what they have to go through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna second that because there has been, there's been so and much backlash every time the CMA or anyone has said anything saying mm -hmm. they don't understand the industry. And you read through what they say and you go, holy shit, they actually do. They understand the industry quite well. Like I'd never heard of Black Nut when the CMA said like, were listing their cloud competitors and it was very, very clear that they are doing very thorough in-depth research and people were just throwing their oh. toys out the pram because they want the result to go one way or the other. I, I'm thinking that the regulators, at least the UK one, and I'm not saying this because I'm proud of them or anything, like being from the UK, but they have been very thorough <laughs> okay. and very in-depth with yeah, their investigation. Yeah. I think they do have a very good understanding of the industry as best you can, given that we don't really know where cloud is going, and it is a struggle. <laughs> now, Asante said that Boostroid was on their list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Black Guys, Boostroid, we, we all didn't know ones. Boostroid even existed. Yeah. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? We didn't even know... They literally are reading millions of pages. We read five redacted pages from Tom Warren, and now we got it all figured out. Like, come on. I, I still don't I think it's just, I, I think it's just the... as gamers are impatient. So you're saying that their position, yeah, their which, which, yeah. which mirrors a lot of the Sony position and arguments, and a lot of it, the competition side of things was geared or weighted towards the sanctity of PlayStation as a whole. Well, let me and ask, you so, this, to be you fair, like Marco, leader, right, and that's where like, people took issues with that. So look at you didn't like the initial stance, right? 
Mm-hmm. But but yeah, look where they're at now. Look where well, they're at now. Well, to, to be to be now fair, they've done a U ten on their own it, original it, position. See, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. That's got, the thing. They, they it's, it wasn't their original position, right? Yeah. To be fair, they they came into the market. They asked all the proponents. You know, what do you think of it? What what is your? And most of them went, ah, we shall see. Except for one that had really big problem. So. There is, there is a fit, and, and this is me being devil's advocate. There is a, a thought process that says, you know, we asked 10 people and nine of them said, nah, no big deal. And the 10th one had a big concern. Yeah. So we will take the 10th one's talking point and Absolutely. go pick that apart. So that's and, probably where we were. You know what I mean? So it sounded what, like they were taking their talking points. Yeah. It just so happens that they were the ones speaking the loudest at that time. And they made the provisional findings last month for Truck. Like all of a sudden, they got their reading goggles on, and in a month, managed to find all their all this reading. They may like, have been reading all those millions of documents up until now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, in think, February think, they the made that provisional. People finding. just took concern as a decision. See, they didn't make a decision. They said these are these concerns, mm. and let everybody it's have the their day, have, Let everybody it. have their day in court. And now Microsoft the day in court. Microsoft provided the better information the better answers and the cma is like you know what and i think that's all it was i think everybody's impatience was really getting absolutely ahead of them. there was impatience and obviously passion it, it, and whatever now everybody loves the cma that. notice how that's uh, but yeah cma finally figured it out i don't like, think we'd say we'd love them do their job ultimately let people who probably has masters and doctorates and actually know regulations let them do their jobs. I'm sorry, but I will, I'm not to counter that, I'm to not going to any gamer, right? And I'm gonna be honest, who probably hasn't even read a fraction of the document, probably probably could barely. Well, from Everborn, he has read them all. <laughs> I'm not even sure they had even owned their own household. Like yeah. it's that's why I never really fought for this because I'll be honest, I there is another side hundreds. of this stuff. I don't have there any. There is of another this side of there is another side of this, right? There is a side that says yes, it's true that people should have been impatient, but the people were being impatient. But there is a counter to that, saying that part of galvanizing the community and getting people all fired up and all of that actually assisted in getting this done the way it was supposed you to. Argue that. We don't know that. Right. If yeah, it was kept in the backroom deals, because well, look, look how many, how many, how many times does the CMA and or EU or any of these regulatory bodies start adjudicating something, and the the consumer base gets so galvanized that ten people all put a thousand dollars in to go and sue for something, and like started sending letters and started pressuring people and started CCing and emailing the the, the CMA and all these, all that helps put pressure on them to possibly get it right. Right. If it was all kept quiet and hush hush, it may not have gone this way. We don't know that. The CMA has had pressure where it's had some pretty pretty big decisions U-turned mm-hmm. by the the commercial uh, tribunal yeah, here. My cat, yeah. This, yeah, my cat's here in this country, and mm-hmm. there was a big rebuking of it on the basis that its rationale for its decision was fundamentally flawed, and it was the questions on c- c- competitiveness. So the, you cannot afford those kind of hits. You, uh, but also on this point, like you said, we're gamers. We're not, uh, well, you know, mergers and acquisitions lawyers, apart from Hogue Law, perhaps. Um, but you doesn't, you, you're giving it, sometimes I, I will say you're giving a little bit too much credit to what is often, often a political exercise, especially the FTC. FTC more than the E. Oh, the we're CMA. not even talking FTC. That that is that is yeah. get out of here with a, all that. So <laughs> I think that's more of a heavier influence, uh, influence politics and money. I think those Polit- the, politics right? and money is the reason why this yeah, deal will go through. Biggest, I think those are the biggest things. 
Microsoft cannot be ignored in this space. It's almost, I said this before, it cannot curtail big business in a way that this would set a precedent. You guys talk about precedent for consolidation. If this were blocked, it would forget gaming. Gaming is such a tiny, precedent for big business. And geopolitics. You think the executive level in America would allow Microsoft to be hindered in in, a, in an industry that has China circling around it, in 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 the entertainment industry, it sounds crazy. Ace is like grimacing there, but it really is. I don't know why you grimacing. We're just doing that Ace our default face, <laughs> but it really is that case. Like with the FTC, it is a political exercise. Yeah. Uh, you've got Lena Khan and the, her, and you've got her own constituents and her board members leaving, and everyone's left, and then they're like, "She's crazy. Like, what's she doing?" And now we're asking for more money. That is a political exercise. I'm not trying to discount CMAs uh, as an institution, but the rationale behind it didn't make sense. If it's based on what you're saying, workload and the sheer density of documents that they need to consider, I just question how a month can make such a fundamental difference. Perhaps you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't have the benefit of being there to make that decision. Uh, but all we could have done at this point is other than ignore it, which Acer would have loved, was uh, also talk about it from our position and our our optics of the industry and how Sony operates. Um, and yeah, of course, it's a console warring thing. Of course, it's a massive thing. Of course, me as an Xbox fanboy would 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 be fighting this case for it. But obviously, there's some attempt at trying to rationalize it as well. Like if there was. I've I said it that it was stupid how Phil spent. I said how Microsoft came across weak. Isn't a case of me being an Xbox guy. Like you made a weak case. I'm just bewildered by the fact that there was no time limit for Sony to accept this deal. It means that they knew or felt that the case was weak. We've well, talked about this for ad nauseum, but is it's we'll look back at this by the way as. As much as it annoyed us, it's still quite an interesting time in generally in the gaming industry. I mean, Destin Laguerre built his whole channel up on this point. I don't know what that YouTube algorithm is going to do to him. He's got 100k subs based just covering this multiple times a day. And why would that happen? Because the, the gamers understood that. They, they, they not understood it, but they cared about it. And I think that observing that, or observing this guy from IGN going solely focusing on CMA to the point where he's releasing three videos a day that the algorithm was picking this up says like this is the gaming industry it's weird like we the gamers really care about this stuff Hoglaw gained a lot point. of his respect because of this exact topic because people people needed education and he was there to provide it you know so it yeah. is a pro whether we know it or not whether we want to admit it or not it is something that galvanizes the community and and it really did. got people to pay attention yeah now wait till Sony does a publisher acquisition and it's coming very very soon <clears throat> Sony will buy it will be a publisher level acquisition. You and sound like you know great. something there, guys. I, I need you to start spilling some tea. <laughs> I you, you know something about this. I definitely want Sony to acquire a publisher. And uh, you know, my, and people will hate me for that, but I would love it if they did it. And if they did Capcom, <laughs> as much as people would hate me for it, as much as it doesn't need to, I would love it. One for the salt, but uh, <laughs> obviously that Xbox guy is like, oh, okay. Roger, you're, you're trading close. They're about to, hey, they made you, bro. <laughs> I did this before. Like I said that. this before. I said this before. You seen <laughs> on X and C when I was there. But every time I said that, the top comment was "Gaz is a secret pony." <laughs> um, but like, I do believe that. But 
it's been an interesting thing. Hopefully, we'll finally see. Like, I'm gentlemen. I'm so sorry. We have spent over three and a half hour, or three and a half hours, a quarter minute, three three hours, fifteen minutes on this. And and, and, uh, and he's his favorite subject. Yeah, yeah, on Ace's subject. Before we do, I wrap think we should up, counteract that by talking VR for a while because you know, <laughs> no, 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 they'll definitely leave. <laughs> one, one thing we'll talk about: Hellblade Two. Uh, it got its facial tech out today, and a lot of people got misconstrued some things. We need to clarify some points. And I was talking to or discussing it with uh, Ot, who's also a very divisive figure, but I like Ot. Oh nine, oh eight, four, oh seven, or whatever his handle is. Um, he. Uh, we never talk about it. So during the epic state of Unreal presentation at GDC, um, the company showed off their uh, technology and Unreal Engine's MetaHuman tool uh, was shown off. And holy crap, man. Like, they did it on their mobile phone. They literally go went and scanned the face real time, showed you how they did it. And if you haven't seen it, people, please check it out. Um, I think Ace is doing the magic. I feel bad for us. This <laughs> is like, shut up. I'm not your assistant. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. But it's, yeah, uh, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> I can never tell. I said, can you put it up? Can you imagine how that sounds? Ace, can you please put it up? But I can't do anything because I'm a useless shit. But um, I can just talk. But this tool is going to be uh, in- incredible. One thing we need to clarify, this is not in-game visuals. Mm-mm. It's just the motion capture tech. You already saw what the game looks like last year. But if you combine this tech with well, already the visual prowess of Unreal Engine 5, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, but one thing you did say, uh, Portarok, which uh, silently agreed on, because uh, <laughs> was that you said Ninja Theory are going to be Microsoft's probably best bet and Hellblade 2 is going to be the, one of their best games. But I and I'm I echo your sentiments. Uh, three years, four years in, well, however long it's been, why are we still seeing uh, facial animations? When when do you think we'll actually get to see this game? I hope soon. Um, like I said, so I'm at the point where, from this point on, I don't really care about knowing more tech. Like I really don't. Like at this point, give me mm-hmm. the games, show me the games. We, we, we had our time period before the console's launch and maybe one year or two years, Unreal Engine or this engine. But 2023 and up until right before the new generation begins, I don't I don't want to hear no more talk about tech. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I'm tired of it. It just gets old. Uh, I'm more concerned to transition away from cross-gen into actual current-gen games and just see how the games play out. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan of Ninja Theory, but I'm not really interested in seeing more face tech. I want to see the game itself more of the game sure other people gdc i'm not saying that they shouldn't have done it if that's they're going to appease a certain group that's into that but i'm not really interested let's say if insomniac right now shows spider-man 2 more advanced muscle machine learning muscle tech from spider-man 2 i would not i would be like what that's not what (laughs) i want to see you understand what i'm saying um I'm just, I'm just, it looks, I could see how great it was, but I'm just not interested in another face tech demo. Yeah. The game. I just, I'm more interested at this point. I want to know about the actual game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to play it day one. I'm just not, I'm just, not, I'm just not into tech on any level from anybody. I'm just done. Fair enough. Looking you just want to see it in practice. I just want to see the game. It's, it's 2023. Uh, so yeah. we got to move on from tech demonstrations to actual game implementation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and what about you, KSL? Are you 
Well, the tech is itself is impressive, but when are you expecting this game to actually come out? Uh, I mean, uh, and and I will preface this by going: I'm a speeds and feeds guy. I'm a, I'm a tech dude. It's what I do for a living. <laughs> I love I love seeing behind the curtain. So I I'm always down for tech. But that's because I'm a speeds and feeds guy. I completely yeah. I do agree with the Porter Rock on the point of you know I I think that maybe the delay here is more uh, of the COVID stuff that's kind of delayed because in a normal console cycle we'd be beyond this by now. But since we're still yeah. kind of in cross gen territory, there are certain games that release on last gen still you know so maybe that's where there's some delays in are but i do agree that you know we should at this point it shouldn't be all about the speeds and feeds for people like me gdc i'll be eating all that up i i enjoy all that stuff but it shouldn't yeah. be what you market moving forward you know now as far as when we will see it that's the question right like uh, I will say, and, uh, and 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 I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and throw all the accolades at the engine because I see infinite number in the chat. And the minute we say Unreal Engine Five is great, uh, Tim Sweeney sends him some money. Like this man gets <laughs> Tim Sweeney money. I'm telling you, he, he's he's out. He's about that. But no, uh, it seems that Microsoft is is changing the way they market things. Right? Like you you see a game coming out in June and you won't even see anything about it really until March. Like, like it makes, it makes it, it makes it interesting. Like before in the old uh, yeah. historical sense of it, you want to see last year and then it, it yep. slowly drip feeding it throughout the year before you get it. I wouldn't be surprised if we see, we see some of it this year, uh, uh, this, this E3 and then see the game drop this holiday, even yeah, though that's, that's a what very short Dr. said. Yes, and well. I, I wouldn't be surprised about that, right? Look at look at what they're doing with with Starfield, which is bonkers. It, in a world, it, in a historical context, a game of that size and that magnitude, you'd think yeah. the tail of marketing would be long, but that's not what's happening right now. No. So you know, so it kind of makes you it makes you go, well, they have nothing in the tank because they're not showing anything. But that's not really what's going on, right? They're dropping mm -hmm. stuff, dribs and drabs, and then boom, the whole game is out there for you. So when will we see it? I hope it's this year, right? It looks if like it's, it's not this year, year. I think people will be pissed. I'll be pissed. You I'll know, be pissed. Like, What's going on with this? There's rumor I and speculation abound, stuff. right? There's definitely rumor and speculation abound, and people are some people are saying things. I'm not going to speak on what what the things they're saying because who knows <laughs> if it's true or not, right? But all I'll tell you is, it seems like we might be surprised that they just kind of drop it like it's hot, like they, it just comes right at this at this point. Even though there is not there isn't that historical long tail of of, of marketing that you come to expect, right? So yeah. it's an interesting time. Ask me as as at the good. end of this yeah. year if at the end of this year we we're still talking about the same code names and we're still talking about the same. The, uh, Iceland. Don't talk about Iceland year, again. From God, right? bloody Iceland. Then that smoke is justified, and people can just you know they can give them that righteous smoke. But for right now, yeah. I think they're they're trying different things, and we might be surprised at, at what happens. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing what what happens from them this year. Absolutely. I, I say pissed. I'm not going to be pissed, but I'm just going to be disappointed because I'm desperate to Absolutely. see more. But more, as always, I might always say it. Especially this, like Starfield, this game cannot be shit. It has to be great. Yeah. It has to be great. So yeah. more than if it's a delay, delay. There's no delay. There's no date. So, but mm -hmm. if it needs mm -hmm. to be pushed back for whatever reason, or it's still 
for, for and no more Iceland part. videos. Leave leave the Iceland no, please, videos. Yeah, alone. yeah. <laughs> we, I, Give me some more marks. speeds and feeds, but no more Iceland videos. Yeah, or well, at least at least show us at E3 the combat because there's some questions again. The gameplay trailer that's running here looks very impressive, but all she mm. does is walk forward and walk back <laughs> or run back, and it's like that's not really gameplay um, yeah. as such. Uh, it's just very restrained uh, gameplay segments laced in with cutscenes. Hey, so before we go to the last topic, or uh, anything to add on Hellblade? Did you see that? I've seen it. Uh, yeah, um, it was the, like the game developers conference. It was a very nerdy kind of tech demo of what MetaHuman can do. That probably like has been taken out of context a little bit um it has vibes of like um what's that like like heavy rain and detroit loading scenes where you put mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. on the character to make it look as good as possible and yeah it looks amazing let's wait and see what the gameplay looks like if it's a by the way by the way real quick everything you saw there did you see both in e3 uh, both in the ue5 demo and all that all running on 4090s so calibrate your <laughs> expectation a little correctly that's, that's, they were that's they a, even said it that's another all thing. running on 4090s <laughs> so they, that's another thing 4090 max of 32 gigs 64 gigs of memory yes. they probably overclocked <laughs> it they probably have overclocked cpus you know. they, they they're talking about top of the line machines bell balls to the walls and it's limited to just the face now yeah. once you expand to the whole world you got console we don't know. development yes. yeah. xbox series s <laughs> I love the all way that you changes now. All, all that changes uh, now. That. You know, all that. That's why I said tech no more. I'm just done with it. Good, good for the techies. Enjoy, and yeah. it's a good thing for you guys. But and uh, playing 2023, I just want to see the games and yeah. just show me more about the games. I, I, you know, and that's it. I, I agree. I agree with you uh, on that. But on the tech side of things, I will say I looked at that and I said, "Look about indies. The Unreal Engine is getting ma mass adoption with indies as well." I saw one a sole indie dev that has tried yeah. for a better path ten years. As like a developers conference, and you look at the tools that these things are bringing, and the AI is going to bring, and going forwards, like the potential for smaller outfits to create incredibly detailed games is, is an exciting thing. But yeah, yeah. It's still, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I don't know what the reality is. I'm not a developer that's sitting on an Unreal Engine, but yeah, I, I, I saw that. I was like, Indies, you can just do it. Potentially, it's making it easier anyway. Um, Unreal Engine is, is just crazy. Unreal uh, Infinite Umbra, I'm there with you, bro. Uh, my <laughs> name said, is. He says he needs to see. He needs to see more praise from Unreal Engine from you. Forgive <laughs> me, sir. I haven't, I haven't hit your quota for the day. Forgive me. <laughs> the Unreal Engine is becoming a force, people. Like in my future of gaming video, I just say like. Think about the homogenization of game design and what they look like with Unreal Engine. That's where I'm with you, sir. That's where I'm yeah. with you. There's a risk I feel there. Like the consolidation there might be a problem, but yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, no, definitely. That, that, yeah, um, <laughs> let's not go there. My name, my name is Mud with a six dollar super check. Significant evidence when I was talking about the CMA saying they've received significant evidence. He goes, Oh, he means aka money, <laughs> just oh. pay. <laughs> have pay funds. <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey, it is what it is. Cool. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Got to be like Captain America, whatever it takes. With the FTC, perhaps, uh, I think that, that there's a factor there. But you, Microsoft is, is is well, well I won't get into that. Dub with the $5 super checkers. I think the talk of the tech wasn't really for gamers because it was for GDC, oh, no. which is focused on specifically on tech. You dub your right, it actually is. Uh, I found it really interesting as a non-dev. I was thinking all these tools are making it a little bit easier for indies, perhaps, to make it. Like, it's so easy. Like, the guy was doing it, did it live. Like, they scanned a face, did it live, not only scanned, re replicated a face, but replaced the facial, like, that with different models. 
like an animated mod, characters as well. Like, like it's like wow, holy, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, hopefully the, we'll see that how what the results of that tech. We'll hear about this soon, I'm sure. Alvin with the $5 Super Chicos. We just heard from Tony Todd that Spider-Man, uh, Spidey marketing won't start till August. No one seems to care. That's how the industry is going. So the final topic is simply is this. Spider-Man 2 is, pre- let's be real, releasing in September. So Tony Todd, the Venom voice actor, actually leaked it out. Um, and he kind of breached his NDA there. And now he said he's been uh, muzzled. He's not going to talk about it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But let's be a spider-man 2 is planned to release in september most likely and it's facing off starfield that's going to be an interesting battle because i saw this in the console war space like starfield versus spider-man spider-man will bury it and really spider-man is such a massive household name uh as far as sales are concerned i don't even think that's a question um but like Port Rock, you seem looking confused there. Did you not hear about this? No, I heard about um, I heard about that. I, uh, so I seen like the Twitter conversation about which game is going to trump two. The thing is, though, you got two different audiences on their unique lanes. Exactly. So like, so like, if I'm on Xbox, what does Spider Man got to do with me? And if yeah. I'm on PlayStation, what does Starfield got to do with me? Like, yeah. unless you got both. Yeah. Where now you got both platforms or you have a PC and a PS4, something something where at this point or I have a decision to make and I can only buy one game. I either yeah. buy Starfield or either buy Spider-Man, which I don't think a lot of people in that position, because I think most gamers, you're going to get both. Yeah. Right? The only ones that really are in this battle is the one console, which is fine, the one platform gamer. But at that point, you already made the choice for yourself. <laughs> yeah, if, you so a, if you just bought an Xbox Series X and that's why you prefer to play, you're gonna buy Starfield. Okay. Spider-Man is yeah. irrelevant to you, and vice versa to the PS5 gamer. So that's why I say mm-hmm. which is the battle between the two doesn't make sense. Cause really, yeah. if there is a battle, that's the multiplat gamer. And I don't think there's a multiplat gamer. Because by right, if you're a multiplat gamer, this is the reason why you want yeah. the games that you can get. So you're gonna get both. And for Absolutely. those that don't get both, chances are it's because you can't, because you don't have the platform to get the other game. So yeah. that's why I don't see the head-to-head battle because yeah. I don't see the audience for it. No, absolutely. And uh, I was just... Uh, this whole point of Spider-Man in terms of sales, is I don't think anyone's expecting Starfield to best Spider-Man. It's a household name, Kaysanti. You would be pretty shocked if Starfield somehow bested Spider-Man, even though it's actually yeah. technically on PC well, Starfield's as well. at a disadvantage, though, to be honest. Yeah, right? yeah. And I know because I've seen... it's a household IP versus something brand new that's never come out before. Like, Not just know. that, right? Because I know some people use Skyrim, Pass, mm-hmm. Data um fallout 4 which is true Mm. but there's one difference it's no longer on playstation playstation was part of the success of skyrim so now you limited the game to two platforms and you got game pass which in itself does take away from sales sure there's still going to be some guys buying it but not in the same amount as if you didn't have a choice for game pass there's going to be a lot of gamers who are done buying games because game pass is a great way to consume yeah. games so they move see, on from I, buying games i think yeah. the battle that would have been interesting to see that we will never see is starfield versus diablo 4. now that venn diagram is very close but mm. spider-man oh, versus yeah. that that's a different yeah. they're they're different lanes you know saying. what i mean yeah. so yeah yeah i see what you're saying because that's almost a similar yeah 
PC yeah, gamer yeah, versus yeah. PC, PC gamer, gamers, very yeah. long, big games compared yeah. to each other. People yeah. will spend, like Spider-Man will crush and you'll play it for two weekends because then right. there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, mm-hmm. right? And Starfield, if it's anything like Skyrim and then the others, people are going to be playing those games forever in a day, right? So it's a different, different, different pattern. That, that yeah. battle's going to happen though because the day that Starfield comes out is the same day that the second season battle pass for Diablo 4 comes out. Let's <laughs> oh, not confirm yeah. chat. That's just uh, Acer being Acer. I, yeah. I think the main thing is that we both both games are quality. That's, yeah. that's just come out with because I'm looking forward because like I said I'm a Bethesda fan, so hopefully yeah. I get that same feeling when I play Fallout, Elder Scrolls, get that same feeling. But in space, they're able to deliver mm-hmm. that same fun that those two games presented, and then of course Spider Man. I'm hoping the best for Spider-Man yeah. and you just enjoy both, you know. But I don't see yeah. the battle other than forcing it on Twitter. Yeah, because there's nothing else to talk shit about. I think that's yeah, what exactly. it is. There's nothing else yeah. to talk shit about, so you create this fabricated. But if you're a multiplayer <laughs> gamer, you're gonna get both. And if you're not a multiplayer gamer, then you stuck with a choice that you decide. You stick with the platform that you on. Yep. Buy another but, platform if you want the other game. Truck, which, is, you, which will always be my advice. Get the other you're, platform you're, you're, and enjoy the game. You're Team Blue, uh, just as much as I'm Team Green. This year. Are you, do you have some concerns about the output of PlayStation as far as first party is concerned? So as far as far as, so this is another reason why I can't wait till this deal goes through. Because <laughs> even though it's anecdotal, it's just a personal feeling. I get the feeling that Sony's kind of holding back. You know, because you oh, can't you really think say, holding back. You, can, you can't really. It's kind of like think about it. Let's say like if I got a, I got into a car accident with Aza, right? A little further <laughs> than we both get out the car. Uh, you know, exchange insurance company. Then all of a sudden, Aza receives a letter, Puerto Rico suing you, right? And then in court, I come in in a wheelchair with my leg up, and I'm talking. <laughs> I have it with Aza, changed my life, right? And of course, I go, oh my God, so sorry, Aza, what did you do? But then the next day, you know, I'm in a club drinking shots. That looks kind of stupid. Like, yeah, like wait yeah, a minute, yeah. so that's just me, but I'm thinking Sony's not going to ball out. Good analogy, like, man. Good analogy. You know, like, hey, it's just you know, analogy. we're hurting, we need Call of Duty, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. we got Spawn, we got Superman, we got Wonder Woman. Spawn, we got Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Wait, what the what? fuck is going on? Everybody's like, we bought CD Project Red. And everybody's like, yo, what the hell just happened? You know? So Sony, you know, so I'm first, I'm hoping after this ABK goes through, Sony will finally say, hey, all right, we lost, whatever. Hey, show a showcase. Show the buy CD project red. There's a lot of projects. I know Neil Druckmann confirmed that this year they're gonna mention and talk about and review. And I don't say he said they're gonna talk about the Last of Us project factions, the multiplayer's coming. Um, yeah. Sony did do some third-party deals, Final Fantasy 16, Stellar Blade. So that's always been Sony's repertoire to try to leverage third-party to fill in gaps. But I do want to see more stuff. They got VR out. You know, I know that's niche to a lot of people, but technically that is still providing something to the customers, whether you like it mm. or not. It's still yeah. providing content, right? Mm. Um, Burning Shores is exclusive to PS5. Um, so they made a DLC specifically built for the console. I'm assuming they're trying to give um gorilla more reps on just ps5 only development so there are some things but i do like to see a show for even more projects and see what's going on you know? so without like, this you know. like don't you think that for whatever the reason but don't you think that it's a bit sparse for playstation or do you think psvr plus spider-man is enough no so that's the thing so i'm used to sony doing two things using their first party 
and then try to leveraging third party. Like if you're a PlayStation uh -huh. gamer okay. and you play for PlayStation for a long time, they leverage mm -hmm. both. They found a way to accommodate for both and they're doing that. They're still sticking with that strategy. They got the okay. first party. They say, hey, we're going to leverage our third party that's kind of associated with PlayStation, primary Square Enix this year. So they're delivering that. They took over the Stellar Blade project because apparently that wasn't going to happen. You, you know, I think they talked about it where it used to be on Xbox, but now it's not. Well, that game was going to mm -hmm. get canceled. So he said, oh, stop. Don't cancel it. Come bring this over, you know. So that's just about now from a pure first party perspective. If you want to eliminate nothing else from first, from if you don't want, if you want to eliminate everything else and just strictly from the strength of first party, right? Then yeah, they pretty much they got the VR, which is a limited audience, and you got to buy the device to actually enjoy it. Potentially factions and Spider Man, and then a couple of DLC and stuff like that. So for some people, from the conversation of pure first party, then yeah, you could say it's a little bit spark from pure. But from the PlayStation fan. If you're a long-time PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4 gamer, you realize Sony always leverages multiple avenues to try to bring content to its audience. And so it depends on how fair, you want to look at it. And to be fair, Sony has uncharacteristically produced great content out of the gate this generation. Mm -hmm. The first, the first was, years have been great. To make one point, like Xbox 2022, right? Everybody realizes mm -hmm. it's not that good. But the main reason is... They still haven't figured out to get the right third-party content to fill in that gap. Like, they got Scorn, Crossfire X, and the reason, right? But think about it. Those games didn't hit. What if Crossfire X became, like, the new big hit multiplayer game similar to PUBG? Yeah. It would be a totally different conversation in 2022. If, let's yeah. say, Scorn was, like, the new Resident Evil. Yeah. You understand? So Microsoft still has to work on getting that right third-party content that really hits which covers the gap. And, and it goes far. People think... Yeah, not, yeah, that's true. I'm not done. For us YouTubers, that. yeah, we're going to put the first party. But when you look at the optics of just gaming, if Crossfire would have been like the PUBG, the new PUBG, if Squad yeah. would have been like the new big hit horror game, if Pentiment or, or Dust Falls would have been like the new Detroit Become Human, 2022 yeah. would have been a different conversation because these games would have been huge, big, and Sony did, relied on that. Remember, Sony relied on Detroit Become Human. That's not a first-party game, but it was yeah. huge for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone associates so, as his first party. Yeah. yeah. So from the optics, you know, if you come and, and co-sign with a big hitter, then no one's really going to... Other than us, who have the deep conversation, the game mm -hmm. who picks up the controller, they're just going to see my preferred platform's first party delivered a great game. Yeah. They're not going to get into the weeds of whether it's third party, first party. All they know is this is a great game and it's available on my platform and you can only get on this platform. I'm good. Yeah. No, well, you know, I, I wouldn't underestimate third parties. Stellar Blade could be incredible. Final Fantasy 16, massive, massive. And mm -hmm. I expect that to review quite well, basically. It looks really impressive. So it's not a wash. As far as first party concerned, then I think it's on paper. Xbox has it easy. Yeah. But reality is if Final Fantasy 16 hits and if Stellar Blade hits, uh, and it's like a Bayonetta, but visually yeah. impressive and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, um, well, I don't think remake, the don't, episode yeah. two is coming this year, but uh, then you get um, Spider-Man 2, which is, could, could be great. Well, it's most likely going to be oh, great. Yeah. And then factions drops, then the conversation has has, has, has changed. Uh, but I think that's know, a huge key. Factions, I think, I, I'm just rolling the dice, but I think factions might come out this year. Only for one I am also saying that as well. I just one main think reason. that it will. 
the PC version's coming out soon, right? The remake, right? Yeah. Um, they're riding off the wave of the show. Now they're gonna ride into getting the PC market into the Last of Us remake. Once that kind of you know the PC gamers are buying it, they're talking about it, they're doing naked mods or whatever. Now's <laughs> the time to take advantage of that momentum into releasing faction multiplayer because I think if it comes out next year, you dulled it. Yeah. Like, like if it don't come out this summer, what's going to You think gonna it's going to lose its bluster? Yeah, okay. it loses it lose the momentum. So the summer, there's nothing Last of Us centric. The winter, fall, nothing Last of Us centric. If anything, Starfield Spider-Man will take over the conversation. Maybe, you know, other games, Multiplast, Call of Duty will also take over. Then you got the 2Ks, the Maddens, and now you release factions next year in March, let's say. You, 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 just, you just lost a lot of momentum that could have been built into this game and dulled it out. So I have a feeling we'll probably get this game next this year, this multiplayer okay. this year. I think I so, too. Feeling. I think they've also said that they were not going to announce it far ahead of time and they will no. show it. But we haven't seen anything but concept yet. So there's yeah. that question there. Rambling Entertainment with a $5 Super Chat goes, what is everyone's thoughts on the Series S? Poor man's Vin Diesel thinking... Oh my god, why do they call you Vin Diesel? Okay. Uh he's holding back. There's <laughs> a big ass forehead. They're like it's like Odie oh, uh, would look like the Toronto family myself. It's the forehead, it's the five head. It's the five head. Uh, five. The family is everything. Uh, <laughs> Sony should just buy Squeenix or uh, Square Enix already Squeenix. I just said that without even intending to do that. We won't get into that, but thank you for that chat, rambling entertained. You just <laughs> calling him poor man Vin Diesel. Uh series that's we've talked about it before square enix is a good point uh I was talking to someone about it they're already in bed with each other so the question is what's the utility of of why buy sorry. why buy the cow when you're getting the milk already yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly um and on that uh thank you so much for being patient this show has dragged it's probably one of our longest show in a very very long time it was a lot to talk about uh and we did we had a great discussion it's pretty civil uh as always as always do i sound like i'm so sad sounding surprised but it's outro time, gents. Uh, Kay Asante, thank you so much. I can see they're sitting there patiently. I uh, hope you had oh. a good time on the show, man. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, and, and I have a newfound respect for the man Porter Rock, man. <laughs> I think wh- whoever writes your tweets, you need to you need to write more of your tweets, man, because you have a very good <laughs> no, 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 no. So let me tell you something. I lost, <laughs> I say this time and time again, I lost all faith in Twitter. So on Twitter, <laughs> I try to be the nice guy. It is yeah, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm no, sorry, you know, I'm, I agree with I enjoy, the I enjoy the I, I nuanced enjoy conversation. You know? So so more often than not, you'll see me block people because yeah. I like the clean timeline and, and it gets a little crazy on there. But yes. no, I appreciate Broadcast. the conversation. You know, I think it was a good conversation. We don't agree on everything, but your reasons are, are very sound. And I appreciate that. You know, of course, my my, my, my VR brethren here and as well as uh, the, the, the sauce master, I'm always appreciative of being, uh, being on here. So thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, so you know, you can find me, you know, K Asante, TKO Asante, Twitter, all those places you want to find me. We didn't have a show this week, but we're, 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 we suspect we will have one next week where we will, you know, get, get, get a little more, more slanderous as we do on a Saturday morning. But thank you guys so much. And yes, I see, I see the, the link in the chat. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's always fun chopping it up with you guys, even on a very long show like this. Yes, no, thank you so much, man. And I'm glad you had a good time. Last but certainly not least, look, man, people always say, why Fort Rock? You know the circles that we're in. You're going to be the bad, bad guy. You're the bad guy. <laughs> you're the bad guy. But you're not the bad guy. You on Twitter, you're the bad guy. But fingers. I'm a bad guy to a lot of PlayStation guys. Uh, you're literally like, we're the mirror opposites. But I always have nuance. Uh, 
like last time you had on it, like Fonz was like, that was a pull truck was great. And like, that was really good ch chat. It's like, Twitter is different. Nuances lost. I understand. Like, I'm a dick this week on Twitter. I've been such a prick this but week. But that's the best way to be. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Just unleash the fury. Just Exactly. You know. you've, got you've got a little chat. Like, Wooly Gamer, who's this piece of shit? Let's just go take the shit out, take a shit on his chest. Let's just fun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it is what it is, as long as we keep it real. But, Paul Truck, I, I, I have a lot of respect for you. I'm, oh, thank you so much. Um, for coming on, man, and I uh, hope you had a good time, man. And tell the good people where they can find it. Yeah, absolutely, thank you so much for the invite. Um, you know, I, I was so looking forward to talking about acquisition with Aza. This is our topic. We call each other all the time. <laughs> like, this, this, the is, this is this is this is this is consuming our lives, right? But hey, thank you so much, Asante. Thank you so much. Um, I'm glad I was able to chop it up with you. The podcast. For sure, I'm glad for sure. you see the real me. This is time you'll see it. No, on this is this is a good portal. I like this. Podcast, this is good. This is, uh, this is and good. Time and time sure. again. Twitter, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, I lost faith in Twitter. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think 90 percent of the people that talk didn't even get a high school diploma. So I just, like, you know what? I I just lost faith. I will never get that faith back. But on podcast, this is this to me. This is where it's at. This is where yeah. you get to put like, and I love the format. You get to see a face, and when you put your face behind your words. I think yeah. you get yeah. better nuance, better conversation. Great. People want to see the real you. Twitter, especially with them hente avatars. Uh, oh yeah, this, this what is that? Once I yeah. see them, I'm like, oh, it's coming. You know, like, <laughs> you, oh, okay. like yeah, all these cartoon characters. Once I see a cartoon character, oh, here we go. <laughs> Let the begin, right? I but, tweeted although, about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for the invite. Truly appreciate it. Um, I'm glad. You know, great topics. You know, thank you so much. Um, Port Rock 77 every Tuesday, 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time. 60 Frames No Like podcast come through. You know, uh, great conversation again. Again, a little bit more rowdy, but um, everyone's welcome for the conversation stuff like that. You know, but thank you. So Absolutely. Much. Definitely check it out. And we'll be an Ace have been on there. We actually had a good time. We had a J Dub who's the serial troll. He makes me look calm, like an innocent little puppy, because yeah. J Dub is insane. Uh, but I had such a good time with him on the show, man. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in there with my corner with you know with our circle of cult falls in like J Dub. I was like, he's a good guy. He's like, no, he's not. He calls us a piece of shit. And I was like, wait, I don't know what to tell you. I had a good time. Like, with I'm it. so confused. Like, <laughs> hey, if Sony acquires Capcom, you gotta be on my show because I got questions for you. <laughs> all right listen, how did you know <laughs> it yeah, seems happens, like he knows something right he knows yeah, something. Like, just he's just not saying it yeah. he keeps saying it you know, yeah. like i can understand like impasse like you know Capcom <laughs> as an example but he's not using Capcom as an example he's like saying it like, hold on really like we you never know you never know i don't have any insights i'm actually just saying it Asante, but... we're gonna go after this dude we'll be like we're gonna watch you i'm just waiting waiting to hear, hear hear them actually announce it officially i'm gonna come with gas be like yeah gas you willed it to existence yes you can you can come at me you're gonna have hey, a so... lot of xbox guys mad at you <laughs> It's your fault. They're always mad at me. It's always mad at me. I can't find a semblance. I don't care anymore. I just have to do what I have to do. But they always come at me. But this other jet also comes at me. Asa, I know you're uh you look like you're about to knock out, so I'm just gonna do the outro time, man. Uh tell the people where they they can find you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long, long, long day. Not a long show. The show's been just fine, but it's been a long day, so I am ready to sleep. Um I will be on the PlayStation VR 2 tomorrow, playing a bit of Switchback and a bit of Walking Dead Saints and Sinners that I stream all fancy quality on my channel over there. 
talk a lot on Thursday as well where there's a, a Q&A show where we just uh, we just talk about whatever's going on in gaming and that's all good fun as well um, Gaz I don't come at you I give you opportunities to get your points across because you're busy hosting the show and when you say bold things about loving consolidation I want you to have a chance to express yourself so I'm not coming at you I'm giving you a chance to talk um, that's great he's, but, saying, he's like, giving you the noose to hang yourself with <laughs> yeah 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 don't he's need so to do that he's, he's like no 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 just, just say a couple of words I'm really interested I'm like, I've never oh, seen these yeah. Encourage me to talk. So I was like, wait, you Asa wants to hear me talk and on consolidation. Yeah, I could eat you chew your ear out. Uh, on that rare occasion that I think you might have like, something interesting to say, Gaz, then I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll push it along. If I would have been your lawyer, I would have been Gaz Pete the Fifth in America. <laughs> you don't have to say nothing. Yeah. I don't know what to call in England. Complete it. <laughs> we we get the the fifth still applies here because it's international. Oh, there you go. Complete the fifth. <laughs> well, no, it's been it's been like a great show. Everyone's been great to talk. So we've had loads of people in chat as well. We were like nearly seven hundred people at one point. So thank you everyone for coming along nice. and talking to us. It's been a good one. Uh, Gaz, what are you up to at the moment? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing, well, apart from the timestamps, which I'm doing uh, after the show ends. Exactly. I will not stop that. <laughs> I will not stop that. Um, just pressure always. Uh, I'll be playing a few games of uh, Diablo with my friend. I'm going to go actually play Resident Evil. Uh, it's Ramadan. I'm not going to sleep till 4 a.m., so I'm just going to sit there and play a bit of Resident Evil 4. It's going to be it's such a great game. Um, and then, yeah, Jonas, uh, also, sorry, the Super Chat coming from Jonas the dad, very nice of him. He says, love the sauce and the civilized talk. We need it, of course. On this show, we always do. We have some spicy te hot takes here and there, but it's always civilized and we always respect our guests uh, because we respect them. Um, but yeah, we have lots of games, man. I've got a video. So I've got the consolidation is good thing, which I think will probably get everyone to hate me, uh, but that's fine. And I've got another uh, couple of videos in the works. The PlayStation Pro article, I, I, I video, I actually had it ready and I cancelled it. It's going to be more speculative about whether we need a mid-gen console. It's not really that exciting. So I kind of like put my attention into another exciting topic, which is comic book uh, games and what could be explored. Because I'm a new entrant in the comic book space. I've just discovered them and they are actually incredible stories. So... I would see so much scope for them to be explored in gaming. So that's be more exciting than mid-gen consoles. So I thought, fuck it, you know, I don't need that video. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. That was a really long outro as always. Uh, please smash the like button if you enjoyed the chat. Um, thank you for your support and for people who love the source. Um, please subscribe and we'll see you next week. Take care. Peace.